I think games offer a unique opportunity as a medium to create experiences that really invite the player to bring their own experience and therefore their own interpretation to the game. It's about expanding the spectrum of what video game can provide as, as a medium. We thought if we would be able to help to grow this medium, we need to present to the world that games can be about these feelings. They can provide these emotions. I had read The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand, and I enjoyed it. It certainly made an interesting impression on me. The goal was, at the beginning, it's like, let's take these notions of, these philosophical notions, and put them in a world where things can go off track, potentially. An odd world was always supposed to be this sort of dark side of globalization reflecting the real world. I think gaming is unlike any other medium in the sense that you can engage an individual's undivided attention for hours at a time and embody the main character making choices, taking action. I mean, this is, this is what makes gaming such a powerful medium. It's a tool through which you can see the world through another person's eyes. In 2077, they voted my city the worst place to live in America. Main issues, sky-high rate of violence, and more people living below the poverty line than anywhere else. Can't deny it, it's all true. But everybody still wants to live here. This city's always got a promise for you. Might be a lie, an illusion. But it's there, just around the corner. And it keeps you going. It's a city of dreams. And I'm a big dreamer. Hey everyone, hope you've all been well. In this video, I'm going to provide some commentary and analysis on Cyberpunk 2077. So I'm just going to pull up some materials and we'll go from there. So on my phone, I have a couple of articles for uh, Mike Pondsmith, um, CD Projekt Red, uh, Cyberpunk 2020, its expansion Night City, which are all directly relevant to Cyberpunk 2077. And in front of me, I have the trailer, which I have downloaded from the awesome site Gamerside, so G-A-M-E-R-S-Y-D-E.com. Um, please go over there and um, support them because what they do is they take direct source um, materials including screenshots and extremely high definition video uh, and they make it available um, for free. Um, and they have a Patreon there and gosh, if I can think of um, 
one place that really, really does deserve patronage and support as a, a phenomenal resource for um, uh, material and media makers like myself here on the web, um, audio and video, um, please do head over there um, to support them. So yeah, and as a little note, um, following on from the Death Stranding uh, video, um, this one will feature some video. So very shortly, I'll be cutting to that. And um, as we go through the um, as in, yeah, like we like we did with the Death Stranding um, material. There, we went through at a uh, quite a deliberate pace, and we sort of paused quite liberally without going obviously overboard, um, and just examined um, some of what we see and uh, relating some of um, the you know answers that the developers have given in interviews to um, what we see in the video itself. So yeah, welcome everyone listening and um, uh, thank you for the privilege of your time in uh, tuning in and um, and I feel very honored that uh, you've um, chosen to tune in and um, carry us with you or carry myself with you into whatever you're doing whilst listening to this and watching this. Lovely, so terrific. Okay, just making sure everything is still going and everything is still recording. Lovely. Too easy. Well, here is where we transfer to our trailer. So lovely. So what you see here is the Game Aside logo. Again, definitely head over there and give those amazing folks over at Game Aside some support. Tremendous, tremendous. Um, the reason I, I, I need to kind of underline this is because a, a huge part of what these um, people do in sculpting these uh, digital models and in, in, in really presenting this material um, in the best possible way when it's sort of directly from the disk or directly from the download, a lot of that gets lost in compression in things like uh, YouTube and, and all that. And again, this is, you know, I'm not sponsored by Gamerside or anything. I've just come to really, really appreciate them. And shout out to Andrea Pessino from uh, Ready at Dawn who randomly, while we were in the lead up to um, uh, the Order 1886, uh, he tweeted out or, you know, shared in some fashion, uh, you know, the information coming out of Gamerside. And that was, yeah, um, gosh, almost five years ago. So they've they've really been um, hammering at it. And, um, and I just want to see them grow and, and flourish as this amazing resource. So, yeah, just just a little shout out to them. Radio, so let's crack on. So immediately pausing here, um, I spent a good chunk of time the other day uh, on the subreddit um, deciphering this entire map. Um, there are well over 200 entries here uh, in terms of uh, suburbs and um, just little tidbits uh, to notice. Um, obviously, covering that uh, is would be uh, quite a, quite a bit difficult. Um, you know, I mean, I can zoom in to an extent here. Uh, at least I thought I could, but you know, still you know working out the kinks of um, uh, of what I'm able to kind of do with this setup here. But what I will say is these, um, as I was going through, and um, you know examining each of them, each of the six uh, districts of Santo Domingo, um, you have Haywood, Westbrook, Watson, and so forth. Um, it was incredibly, incredibly evocative to do that. Uh, as I was going through, I think the way that I um, sort of uh, put the post and, and how I kind of phrased the sort of title of the post was like take a kind of digital uh, and sort of a, di a digital dive with me into uh, what this game might be and, and sort of picture yourself playing it in either 20 um, and we're really really hoping for 2019 for this one here but again my personal belief is um, 
you know, I, I actually had my perspective quite um, uh, quite enlightened by the community over at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash cyberpunk game. They're all extremely excited over there, so I would highly suggest giving that community a visit to just really participate in some of the incredible excitement that's happening there. Um, a lot of people are actually uh, in directly Facebook messaging and tweeting the devs and in sort of um, hacker speak saying like <laughs> gameplay underscore xa underscore you know like wanting to access gameplay and they've just been replying um <laughs> log hyphen or whatever um, semicolon gameplay underscore not underscore found you know and just really really cheeky stuff which i um I really appreciate uh, from the devs there because they know how much, how passionate uh, people have suddenly become. And again, I'll, I'll underline what I mentioned uh, either on previous videos or elsewhere um, in our outlets, uh, in Interactive Artistry's outlets, is, is that it is by far the, the game of the show for me as well. Um, and, and yeah, considering um, some of the projects I've been following quite closely, including um, you know, Death Stranding and, and Last of Us and, and some, some, some phenomenal work. Uh, I also personally believe that Microsoft had the best conference, uh, quite simply out of um, just, uh, it's call it statistical if you want to be a bit clinical about it. But um, what, what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna say that it is, um, I'm, going, I'm going back to, mo most, most of what I'm going back to was from the, uh, uh, from the Microsoft conference, so that was a great win for them, and um, a huge part of that actually was uh, hearing Phil um, Phil talk about the medium was just so beautiful, and um, so big big shout out to him for his beautifully eloquent, um, very beautifully spoken words on the medium there. Um, but yeah, I've been checking out Sekiro and Cyberpunk the most out of all the things shown, um, including of all the conferences. So um, that goes directly as a credit to to Microsoft. So so I have the post here. Cyberpunk game. Um, it was a three days ago and I said zoom and enhance. I transcribed the Night City Metro map. So uh, update high resort recreation by the amazing user um, the six of spades. So shout out to you uh, for putting to literally he actually uh, he she or they um, recreated the entire map. Uh, it's just incredible. I'm actually going to bring that one up there, so you can go to their post history. Uh, but they've also commented in my uh, in my post there. So really, really tremendous person to to have done that. Um, but I also say I still had fun pouring through and transcribing those, so which is good. Um, so I say fire up your daydreaming engines, folks, and take a walk with me through an entirely text-based, uh, and in, the, in your case, listener, you know, with me, I'm telling you, it's an audio-based uh, fly-through of Night City. So um, there's a number of legends, uh, sorry, there's a number of entries in, the, in, a, in what would ostensibly be a legend here. So you can actually see if you zoom, uh, and I really wish, um, I uh, wonder if I can quickly look up how to actually zoom in on um, footage here. I'll get there eventually, folks. Just bear with me. But needless to say, at the bottom of the screen, what you can see is um, uh, obviously a guide to what um, each of the entries mean. Now, you'll obviously see quite a few folks who have jumped in and actually you know, transcribed each and every one. Um, uh, so far, user Six of Spades has only done the main chunk of the map there. But um, if I were to zoom in, you can see Visitor Center. You can see... Um, a whole whole mess of them yeah city uh city medic um so down there in that beautiful um if you have youtube youtube would probably make it a bit easier to zoom in um 
because it's not quite letting me be able to to zoom in with this little setup here but again we'll, we'll hopefully have that resolved um, by by next time hopefully zoom and then zoom yeah well that's fine never mind yep so a really great array of icons down there um, airport metro station um, accommodation um, so a, a whole host of them so I'll I'll try and annotate um, in the description of the video um, as a supplement if you're looking um, at the video and saying oh he, he wasn't able to figure all, figure all that out later after I've recorded I'll sort of post a, a whole list there so you can actually see terrific so but what I did manage to kind of get is you have um, I believe how many different lines nine different lines so m1 m0 to m9 and um, these are all uh, metro tracks so as you're on this um uh, yeah there's obviously this metro here uh, and this is in game it's in engine um some folks have, have been speculating whether or not um you know it'll be able to you know carry over into um you know consoles um i actually firmly believe that they will um like CD Projekt Red, at this stage, they have such a, a firmly um, uh, grounded uh, and humble, uh, and yet also they know that they're good at certain things. They, that's why they, there's this um, this great pride that they take in what they do, and they don't sit on their laurels, and they're incredibly, incredibly passionate. Um, and they're also that little bit cheeky and that little bit daring and, and risk-taking, and uh, uh, and they've got that bravado to them, which I, I'm confident that... Um, they're going to be able to pull this off on, on um, uh, you know, yeah, current gen, you know, uh, Xbox One, uh, Xbox One X, and PS4 Pro. If if we're thinking about um, the highest performance possible on the current generation of controls uh, of consoles, so yeah, that's 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 going to be really good because um, I I just know that they're gonna they're gonna pull it off. Release dates. That's I mean. I just wonder if they're just gonna just dip into 2020 with with really wanting to again not not about the marketing obviously we know that the original game as written by my Pondsmith uh, in the yeah in the 80s gosh um, was titled um, Cyberpunk 2020 so I made a post on the Reddit speculating about that didn't get wildly upvoted or downvoted it was quite middling because I'm sure people want to play this as soon as possible and i i can only agree but uh yeah i think yeah i i think uh maybe maybe even a, a late 2019 let's just put it that way i think that's the the thing that will um sort of uh calm you know folks wondering you know and it also feels at this stage at least the most realistic um we won't i don't think we'll get it this year and if they did holy cow um Bethesda who uh, fall, <laughs> fallout what <laughs> like that would be something something truly tremendous um to and again uh, a few folks have been um you know talking about um the rise of cd project uh from having made you know there was a, a photo posted of their old booth over in uh uh the uh, their their old kind of E3 booth for Cyberpunk five years ago was just a corner with very few decals and everything, and then now they they've they've completely taken ownership of um of uh of of the of the of the event that this year E3 totally belonged to Cyberpunk for sure. So so I'll read out a few of these street num names now again with the interest of uh, sort of preserving that uh, um that sense of um you know virtual virtual experiencing this that i aim to at least partially kind of uh, conjure with um you know taking you 
through a couple of these locations. So say if you were to jump onto a um, metro in, um, so say if you were in, um, let's say a city center and you jumped onto a metro um, at the monument terminal, you would then go to Windsor Street. And if you wanted to change for the, that's, and by the way, this is uh, the M4 line, which terminates at the orbital air space center. Um, so say I wanted to get my, get all the way to um, Santo Domingo. So what I would do is I would change over. I would jump on the, uh, let's see. Oh, actually, no, I would stay on that and I would wait and, and um, wait to be able to get off on the M8, which goes all the way to Rancho Coronado. And I would ride that all the way to um, the um, stop at Ganopia Gardens North and then jump off of that and take the line all the way on the M7 to Chapel Cross, Hyssop Drive, Soliloquy Road, Pochard Place North, Copper Slope, Seriama Street, and end up right in the heart of Santo Domingo uh, at the Central Union Station. So just from really, it's it's so evocative. Again, we've seen just the barest of glimpses, and we know there's that sort of mythical 50-minute-long gameplay video out there that you know Yong Ye has been singing his praises, and I, I I can't blame him. It's it's wonderful that again he was able to meet Mike Pondsmith, uh, and who seems like such a chilled guy. I was showing Ray, my my girlfriend, the 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 trailer, who she's just head over heels in love with the the editing and the um, the atmosphere and and the palette, and just just how much care and attention has been. Put into it and when i played that interview with young uh, he was like he's got a good voice i'm like i, I totally agree he could 100 um do some voice work for cyberpunk 27 2077 in the end and i think that would be a nice uh, a nice um tribute and who knows maybe this just kind of galvanized a thought for the which uh tv series who knows maybe um Sapkowski could um have a cameo i reckon that would be pretty cool so, but needless to say, um, I'll link it in the description. I'll, I will promise to do that. Uh, this amazing, it's, yeah, from the Six of Spades six days ago, whereas mine, my kind of little recreation uh, was uh, three days ago. Uh, it's called, I rec recreated the Metro map from the trailer. So, terrific there. So, um, yeah, the M5 Purple Line, you know, Hermit Point North, Spring Garden Central, Verona Street, Green Park. All these, um, you know, a lot of them kind of sound could ostensibly be uh you know street names in, in our modern day but there are su such a lovely evocative ones like uh you know um, maya point and aspen row and d lane some really cyberpunk sounding ones like um uh, Mel oh, well, Melbourne Drive just sort of jumped out there, and another one that jumped out was Pacific Manor, and I noticed there were quite a few manners, and I wonder again if um. Gosh, what an unveiling it would be if uh, uh, CD Projekt. Uh, said uh, just like maybe in, in another future announcement or if they have some kind of i don't know they don't do sort of nintendo direct type things but they um uh yeah i think i think it would be great to see um to see them announce oh by the way each and every of those locations is accessible and all of the manners are accessible and they each have npcs and multiple stories and so yeah just big ups to this, this enormous endeavor that they're doing. And ladies and gentlemen, and, and everyone listening, we're, we're only just at the very first frame of this trailer. So uh, top left here we have, uh, again, this is just my OCD, and so indulge me for our, again, what sort of um, is sort of our kind of modus uh, operandi with interactive artistry, just taking our time. Service arrival, d um, delay interval, end station, transfer station, and metro line, and service delays are all... Um, piece of information in the top left corner there i'll move my cursor accordingly there you go uh exit uh and then let's 
have a look at these amazing little details here. So that's obviously like a skull pill, which is amazing. Um, looks like a, a sort of demonic bear over there, which is pretty cool. Um, and then all of these awesome stickers, which I'm sure people with uh, setups that allow them sort of to zoom and enhance and all that stuff, um, they would find all these kind of cool graffiti stickers there. So tremendous. Just love it. So let's crack on. So zooming out, more stickers. Uh, I think I see like a, a guy with a mohawk there. It's pretty cool. And then another little character saying a little uh, comment here. It looks like almost like a toad. I wonder if I can zoom in. It says, take and spice up your life or something, which is very interesting. I kind of like that. I really love noticing little details. And um, I recently spent a bit of time in Japan, for example. And, and they, there is a bit of a culture there of like, as I call it, polite graffiti, which is just these stickers and these, they have this, um, it's very endearing. Uh, and, and all these, obviously all these messages that I don't personally understand, but um, Cyberpunk really feels like a game for the minutia lovers in the world, like myself. I was, uh, you know, hearing a few of the gameplay impressions, people saying that they were able to just sit back and just people watch. And just, um, I think there was a boxing match, someone just uh, was able to notice uh as they were you know as the gameplay went through again these things that because of the controlled gameplay the idea that we just can't yeah lot linger as as i know all of us are going to want to do um and just in, in our own way i mean again you're going to have some gung-ho people again i think the three options are solo net runner and oof, i'll have to remember that third one as i go through some of my notes but um out of I think around about nine or ten classes, which uh, included things like Rocker Boy and all these really cool. I just did it. Just been doing a deep dive recently into, uh, you know, the, the the gameplay manual itself from the '90s. It's really, really great and edgy and awesome. Uh, and if I can get my setup to to you know present things in a kind of streamlined, nice way, I'll I'll bring up a few pages of that one for you all to peruse while you're watching. Coolie, so let's crack on. Lovely. So guess who's getting up? It's only our hero, I do believe. Look at him, he was just sort of chilling. And he's got a pretty cool uh, little pin here. Maybe it's something that you can collect. I would be really interested to know if, uh, as well as um, you know, full outfit customization, that um, almost like gym badges, I wonder. That would, that would be kind of cool if you went to these places and maybe even like theme parks. Imagine what a cyberpunk theme park would be. That would be pretty nifty because the re I suppose the reason I'm thinking of that is because of the uh, it kind of looks like a, a saucer and um, if you grew up in Australia you will remember those like this is me taking attention but um, those like like lollies that look like uh, space we call them space lollies so a little shout out to people who know about that like f four people listening are just like oh yeah space lollies mate all right well I mean that's more British but like fuck yeah mate all right yeah, space lollies. Yeah, there's my best Australian. So let's crack on. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, I see an American flag. And I wonder if that if I can catch those words. As he makes his way through. Nope, that's fine. Shady, cool, awesome, varied, amazing, immersive characters. And uh, and the setting is just... That's what a, a huge thing that people were saying. Um, is that the setting is so enveloping. And... I'll look no further than someone like uh, Nick Scarpino from Kind of Funny, who said, "Like I am not an E3 guy, and I am predominantly not a game guy." Um, but Cyberpunk had him completely spitten, and he, Mr. Scarpino, is in this instance the perfect example of what I refer to as when something is 
beautifully made enough it transcends its medium which is to say that if i am not like a architecture person or a car person uh, or a fishing person or uh, you know what have you all these fields that you know but if i see a beautiful fishing video or if i see a phenomenally beautifully designed car and a car video that's just so like a like a jaguar like it, like paneling and everything i'll just just inherently like what's what transcends all genres and restrictions of areas of interest is um beautiful like a beautiful application of skill and passion you know um and i just love it i've, I've never heard scarpino uh nick say a, a peep about his love for any kind of cyberpunk genre although he has spoken very highly of blade runner 2049 um and but he, his thing in his impressions of um cyberpunk nothing it, it just goes straight into cyberpunk and it's like it's it has instantly smitten people and the the, the as i call it the transcendent language of immensely um uh, the transcendent uh, quality of of passion um it can it can breach all sorts of barriers in all kinds of mediums to all reaches and, and kinds of uh, of folks to, to bring people into uh, an agreement that something is is beautifully beautifully made so um and yeah with the setting and everything it's just i think that's and I myself, in doing my uh, investigation into cyberpunk, I've been finding I've been finding that a lot. Like, just look at the stitching here. I know it's just so inconsequential, but these tiny details, someone spent time modeling each each and every one of them. And you can even see like the leather te textures of this thing. Obviously, faux leather. I don't think there are any animals alive. Uh, you know, real animals, just like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And um, there you go. That's led me to the little thought of whether or not we'll be able to have, like. In, in, in Blade Runner, like fake animals around, possibly, uh, you know, this is just me far-flung thinking, but to have our own um, cyberpunk apartment would be tremendous. So amazing. And I think a lot of people would uh, would appreciate that. Get home, kick your shoes off or whatever, and just like flip the channels or, or do uh, in, just in general be noir slash cyberpunky uh, to the utmost. And who knows what kind of Gwent equivalent mini games will be able to, or mini activities uh, rather, will be able to to dive into. So, so evocative, just in the first few frames of this trailer. Okie dokie. So Christ is a CRS and we have a, an amazing flamingo flamingo patch here. So he clearly, oh, it's very simple. This uh, patch we saw before, it uh, simply says Night City. So it's just a I love Night City kind of badge, which is really cool. Um, let me see if I can just quickly drag this a bit further down. There we go. Oh, that's, uh, there we go. Okay. Fantastic. Um, so it's very obvious that uh, Mr. Mr. V here, who's the protagonist's name, is um, at least partially synthetic with some of what we see going on in his face. Uh, you know, these uh, lines that obviously uh, denote either removable parts of his face or cybernetic enhancements of some kind. So um, very intriguing off the bat, just like Geralt. Um, I am going to say that immense, huge, huge options for, for character customization are, are await us, basically. Um, and uh, skin tone, 
uh, all kinds of facial modifications we'll be able to make. Um, I'm thinking something that would probably be around about a 40 to 50 to 60 percent, something like a Bioware, where we can actually modify our, our like our sort of the width and breadth of our noses and all that kind of in-depth stuff or um, and then maybe mix in the simplicity of just as they're able to cycle through for example say a destiny uh, you know face um, like choosing your sort of uh, facial features there so maybe between those two I, I think that's pretty much that's my sort of sense of where the uh, customization complexity is going to be shout out to this lady here with her hair that really like basically just looks like an appliance of some kind it's it's awesome um and her uh her like star it looks like a star and like a musket or something or a hand musket kind of thing sure as soon as i press play we're gonna actually see what it is um no that's okay uh, anyway really colorful and very distinctive in again listeners in an entirely different way to something like star wars or star trek it just and, and even to blade runner it's it, uh, what's wonderful, what's wonderful here that we have the opportunity of seeing is something that by and large was kept in the pages of something like, yeah, the, the Cyberpunk 2020 guidebook uh, and also in a lot of folks' imaginations with the pen and paper. I, I certainly remember, you know, uh, you know I, I think it was Cyberpunk we were playing actually back in the day and I designed my friend's characters because like I was the sort of sketcher of the group. Uh, shout out to... Uh, <laughs> Bayard and Harry and Martin and Pete, if uh, for whatever reason any of you could be listening, we had a good time uh, just imagining, and it was all just imagined. Uh, and and honestly, even in all the things we've seen, like the major motion pictures, the major uh, TV series have come out, nothing has quite presented itself as cyberpunk has, which is, I, I believe, wonderful uh, because. Cyberpunk finally gets to have its its moment um, with its own uh, with its own yeah its own debut its own kind of and again what's so another additional layer of awesomeness to this is that again this isn't based on um, it's certainly based on the existing property uh, but there's not a set number of books they're able to go into whatever direction they want and what's wonderful is that obviously um, V is completely customized. Um, uh, there'll obviously be some scripted things, just like with Witcher, but we don't have a character to stick to, like like Geralt, for example, which had his trilogy, and, and now we're taking a break from that. We'll come back to that in quite a few years' time. I, time, I predict uh, Witcher 4, um, which will just be the Witcher universe. Again, what I think they're going to be doing is um, uh, they're going to be using this experience of um, Cyberpunk 2077 to shape some of what Witcher 4 will be. Um, just as, I, as I'm as i sure that they did a bit of that with uh, Witcher 3 informing some of what Cyberpunk 2077 was able to do. And this is a little bit of a tangent, and I will address it in the videos um, and uh, material to come for these particular titles, but um, for something like Starfield and uh, Elder Scrolls 6, um, and um, and and something like uh, yeah, Fallout 76. Um, I believe Fallout 76 is going to be a testing bed for incorporating online features in Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6. So again, these things work on multiple levels, being their own things entirely, but also functioning as uh, testing beds. And I would 1,000%. They are one of the most resourceful, talented, just switched-on bunch of folks. The uh, Cyberpunk 2077 folks, uh, CD Projekt Red, and uh, yeah, 
it's it's wonderful to see that they now have this thing where they can just go as far as they want 2078 2079 they can they can really it's 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 a proper debut of a of, a, of an ip that has um spent a bit of time relatively in the shadows and so it's wonderful like again i just you know look thinking of any kind of cyberpunk this is the name like i was saying to my girlfriend ray like um the the name cyberpunk it by and by and large like it's it's trademarked i think i believe at least please correct me listeners if i'm wrong but um trademarked to 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 mike pondsmith i think i saw that in in the sort of disclaimers and stuff or in the sort of small print of the of the guidebook when i was looking at it and uh that's amazing so again Maybe it's, you know, a lot of folks are concentrating on the gameplay. And again, we're in this flow now with media where it's, you know, there's so much uh, material being released, so many different IPs. But I just wanted to, yeah, just pause to kind of uh, let let that kind of sink in about the opportunity that uh, such a longstanding property has to finally come into its own and, and make its presence known. And this is way far in the future, but in my heart, at this stage, I do think that we're, we may, we'll probably see... Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, jinxes be damned or anything. I think we're going to see a Cyberpunk 2077 a TV series, just like we're going to be seeing uh, the Witcher TV series in 2020. So I, I really have that that much of a like an established, well-earned faith uh, in CD Projekt Red. So, alrighty-o. So as well as identifying badges and noticing little minutiae, let's crack on uh, into some more um, some more little things that we can pick up here. Little and big things. So awesome monk guy here with his amazing glasses. Great sort of um, asymmetrical kind of design here. Um, and I wanted to point this out actually. Uh, excuse me. Bit of a cold here. It's a bit cold here in Canberra. Um, my one of my favorite characters from Tekken was uh, Jack Five, uh, and I always thought like his look that that again pretty cyberpunk kind of look. Uh, there is it was obviously a riff off of. Um, uh, you know the terminator with the sort of the big austrian kind of guy kind of thing but um but yeah i, I just wanted to say like a lot of it is I, I could see jack five just um just wander into like a scene in uh, and we're actually going to see a few characters which reminded me uh, exactly of him later in the trailer so i could just see him in the background at one point who knows we already have a cool little um uh easter egg happening uh that's going to happen actually later of another character another cyborg character um or like half synthetic character from another ip which i just saw pointed out um which would be really cool is that a just completely digital arm there or sorry a um, cybernetic arm could be or no that looks like a half eaten sandwich again a little detail totally something that most people would will never notice certainly um but imperceptible level of i mean you can see the individual like cheese and stuff there it's just like again detail that's out of the frame that without like again this is something that you know to to, to broaden it into uh, another context it's the idea of being polite even when there's no you know there's no sense of being rewarded for it like you know it's 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 a sense that like there's a personal accountability on each and every person at cyberpunk uh the cyberpunk teams uh you know cd project red this is this is a sense of personal pride and accountability of like just because it's not going to be on screen we want to make it because um uh, or, or just because it might not be noticed which is something that games compared to film uh especially with uh, open world games there's that opportunity of being able to see things that uh 
in, in a film, you know, there's, you know, like take, for example, uh, Neil Scanlon, the guys who do the, the creatures for Star Wars, they put so much effort into creating and designing all the stuff that a lot of it literally, like on a very real level, never gets put on screen. Uh, obviously, it goes into the DK books and in the about pages and maybe into displays and museums and all that. But in terms of the intention of the medium for the viewer, the intended viewer, the person to experience it, it's it's actually blocked off and, and they, they never see it. But Neil Scanlon has this attitude of like, we want the world to exist outside the frame. And for the CD Projekt uh, Red guys, it's the same thing. Except in this medium, you can go have multiple playthroughs, notice every little thing. And I know certainly when it rolls around for this game to release, which sadly there are a few rumors uh, about it not releasing in Australia because of uh, classification board and maybe some uh, more archaic uh, old fashioned thinking. That's putting it uh, pretty lightly uh, in terms of uh, people who are in charge of what, we what we're able to experience here from this medium. Um, I'm certainly hoping something is, is overhauled to allow uh, Cyberpunk 2077 to make its way to Australia unaltered. Uh, we know that there's gonna be, a, I, th I believe a Russian version that's gonna be different and edited and all that um, because it is, it pulls no punches this one. Um, and Mike Pondsmith has spoken about that. And uh, so have the devs about this being, excuse me, uh, about this being, yeah, full on like adult, like real full frontal all that stuff like just to throw out a few things probably like brothels and uh nudity and all that stuff it's it's all it's all again all in service to uh portraying an authentic um if if extremely stylized yet still grounded in reality um at least in in maybe immediate reality instead of just you know there's obviously a lot of kind of fantastical things happening um you know, very outlandish. But again, you know, I'm sure that to someone in the 1900s, 1902, an iPad would say, would seem extremely outlandish and impossible and strange. So maybe, you know, this version of Cyberpunk, of, of the future rather, of 2077, uh, you know, isn't so crazy after all. Uh, so that's another interesting thing to think about. So, but let's crack on. Radio, um, amazing, awesome patterns. Look at this guy. Just killing it with this like half pajama type looking thing um really digging it and again these high collars and everything it's, it's so awesome just skull and bones there with his little uh smart device could be like a like a zoom of some kind again look at this person using their smartphone just checking out and totally with their own like cybernetic arm and everything just as we all do maybe that's something that uh doesn't change that much um that we still have these sort of mobile devices that we're checking our emails or if we still do have emails in, in that time you know really really interesting to kind of consider and i think that's also i feel as though like ray is my sort of she's my barometer of uh, she only really engages through things when there's like authenticity it doesn't matter how outlandish it is if there's if the, if the core of it has this um uh, has this mission for towards authenticity and portraying something that uh, can affect uh, on a human level and really reach. Um, again, it can be and not not to say that it has to be heavy. It just means it can have fun and all these things. It just has to have that that aspect of being something where the the team have have a have a true and clear mission to portray and and tell something worthwhile, something that'll have a legacy and something that. Um, um, yeah, is, is essentially worth pouring this much effort and uh, and time and investment in. And um, we all know we've actually, you know, you'll see it actually um, if you look at this, this, the Microsoft conference itself, you'll see some of the, like, um, we leave greed to others. 
you know, there's that uh, Twitter uh, exchange that happened um, a couple months ago where they're asking whether or not Cyberpunk would have uh, transactions and their games in general, and they said, no, we leave greed to others, and you can see it there in code, we leave greed to others. Um, it's tremendous in, in, in the early part of the, the Microsoft conference. It's it's something quite special, and they're awesome for doing that. Um, so, no, but yeah, so I, I, again, all of this again for maybe, you know, we'll probably get impressions from Kojima down the line, but I know, I do know that Kojima visited the booth, but uh, so much of what we see is because he loves, you know, Blade Runner so much. Um, we see these simonetic uh, kind of attachments and all this. It's, it all has, it all has this, uh, this sense of like just that the tiniest of subtlest of nods to, to Kojima with, uh, with his clear love for um, just style and, uh, and, um, uh, and yeah just this you know devices and, and switches and all this stuff it's this and it's, it's something that i share as well i'm sure a lot of you also share that uh very mad max kind of exchange here poor boy getting <laughs> a southern gentleman being bullied uh who knows whether they may be like just generally being rude or um just you know as young people will do kind of reminds me of those 80s films where there's just those punks uh you know the the punk stereotype um and uh, they're slapping him around uh totally like grabbing his face and genuinely being really invasive and, and rude <laughs> um so tom's diner here is the the checks that we see on the um the little package there you know again implying you know again this is very deliberately done i don't think you know cyberpunk would put too many teasers there and they they don't i mean apart from a, they did the cinematic trailer they've done a few cinematic tra trailers for for witcher etc um but uh i i think they've they've put things here for folks to notice and and they they're proud of what they've made and and they've been developing it for a while so putting things uh which certainly at least at the very least um they wouldn't lead us too far into just like putting things around and making us think so personally from this as an example yes you'll be able to go to different kind of places to get food just like an inventory system um with witcher you know which i'm really looking forward to seeing how they streamline that even more because i do remember just the faintest not criticism but just like as a little pointer just for the for the witcher uh, personally um i just found that menu system ah just the littlest bit um uh intensive again no problems i fully accept all the eye rolls from the uh, very rpg leaning folks it was just something to do with um uh yeah like inventory management it was just a little bit um uh, and and this is something that even uh, breath of the wild had as well even though it was breath of the wild took a bit of witcher and obviously very very simplified um and uh yeah just moving uh, items from one column to the other maybe it makes me more of a action rpg type person but I, something about what people were saying with how they uh, accomplished the UI, uh, and I don't know if how, how many menus were were looked into during the gameplay, but um, I have a feeling they've really done something incredible with the UI. So people are saying, literally, just like throwing their hands up and saying, "Oh my God, the UI!" So I think that'll translate to an even more streamlined and like pleasant uh, UI experience. Um, and uh, excuse me, um, I I'd certainly think that we're gonna get. Uh, something maybe accessible through a phone or you know something that maybe is a bit more immersive than just cutting to a menu um, and we, we do know that uh, we'll be able to um, see our character uh, with whatever we ask them whatever we have them wear um, even though there was that first I'm, I'm not even going to give much airtime to the whole um, uh, you know you know discussion about uh, first person being in some way uh, undesirable like I'm 
I, I need to really defer to these people who have on every front, every on on ev in every respect, um, worthy of the utmost trust in in us as a community and as a you know uh, a group of, of people who enjoy the medium and who are just yeah appreciators of it and and, and who, who love immersing into these worlds and 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 who love this medium so much we have yeah they've done everything that a developer could do and, and then some to to have earned our trust so I have, I have no issues whatsoever with the the first person perspective and again and what a great thing that even in like mirrors and in, in conversations uh well sorry in cutscenes and also in the car we'll be able to see third person so and it has been confirmed by the devs that we will be able to look down and see our bodies which is another thing that for me not being as much of a first person person myself uh that's something i i miss out on uh, i i don't like the idea of i also have a personal disconnect when i'm playing in a first person shooter and i'm up close to a wall and i can still see my gun <laughs> it's like just sort of like i'm still pointing it there and there's this weird sense of me not being in that space if um, my body doesn't react accordingly that's why the kill zone um, I remember seeing there was a bit more of a kinetic kind of feeling of like, oh, when I'm up against a wall, I see my rifle move. At least that's how I remember it. Maybe I'm misremembering. But um, I, I think I, maybe, again, people roll their eyes and, oh, you're being nitpicky. But again, everyone's got their personal preference. And for me, I just need a little bit more just dy dynamism instead of just that floating, you know, doom style up and down kind of cursor. Oh, sorry, um, uh, you know, weapon kind of thing. So, and again, they're underlining it triple, quadruple, quintuple. Uh, so they're really, really emphasizing that the the first person choice is not a technical thing. It is purely to serve. Uh, it's 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 basically a symptom uh, and a and a reassurance and and a, a decision that's made to um, to kind of communicate how how worthwhile it is to explore this world in as close detail as possible and very much as we go through you'll see some of these textures some of these details um it, it's like really really they like as it's it's a, it's a matter of pride and a matter of confidence because um i don't believe cd project red have done anything first person so there's, there's so much pride being taken and and i always welcome uh you know uh well-reasoned um risk taking you know i know that might sound like a, a contradiction because risk taking sometimes implies you know acting off of the cuff and, and you know really going wild but I believe CD Projekt Red are, are doing well-reasoned risk-taking because they have such established assurance in what they're doing that they are confident in um, taking a completely different direction uh, with the because in many ways um, third person first person a lot of people consider it like a big sea change um, but um, I think they're going to bring that yeah that immersive RPG quality to the first person and they again they again Again, they're saying it's a first-person RPG with shooter elements. They are not saying this is a first-person shooter whatsoever. So, I that that's, can't put it any more eloquently and and, uh, and deftly than that. Okie dokie. So again, what are we seeing? Some of this see-through kind of crazy plastic. Ugh, so cool. Very very um, Ridley Scott. Shout out to the. Um, who knows if that might be like a gang symbol, the the lady, one of the punks harassing the southern gentleman there. Uh, if it could be um, like a, yeah, like a faction allegiance kind of tattoo there. Uh, very interesting. So who knows what those two, if they belong to any particular, um, um, yes, yeah, se uh, section or yeah, faction as it were. Um, yeah. So let's hear our our <laughs> last little glimpse at our um, 
Metro Denizens before we head out. Uh, again, little, who knows, potentially a little Mike Pondsmith cameo there in the top left. Um, we do see a very Mike Pondsmithy looking uh, character later on a couch. Um, and that's really awesome. So again, look at these. Like, I don't know, I get, just get this 80s vibe. And uh, anyone who knows uh, the cyberpunk genre, um, it's it's very much connected to the 80s in, in many ways. So just the fluoros and everything. Um, so yeah, just for me, that's that counts as a, uh, a quasi little shout out to him because I just, eh, I don't know, just I remember seeing his kind of quasi afro. It's pretty distinctive. You'll see it later. Um, and if you look up any sort of uh, photos of Mike Pondsmith as a younger man, it's it's pretty distinctive. So I wonder if there, we'll see a few, a few more shout outs to that. Um, and well, I've... I've advanced the uh, the clip a bit further, but we do see someone with this uh, cyberpunk equivalent of um, socks and uh, sandals. Uh, just again, that's me on the subway. I just don't give a shit when it comes to you know. Hey, I'm just commuting. I'm just making my way. Are there any words on the back of this guy's on the back of um, these uh, jacket? That's interesting. Also, mini speculation. Just my own personal thought about this bar that kind of surrounds as well as being obviously very distinctive and maybe stylish. It could just be that he's got a, he's got a faction, um, uh, you know, just this, this, you know, the, the samurai, <laughs> you know, the, the screaming mask, half cyborg, half flaming, uh, mask kind of figure on his back. Wonder one, it could be something like, uh, yeah, like an, uh, it's something that, um, only a certain, like a biker gang almost uh, that there's a very uh, you know distinctive kind of collar but it does look more functional than that could be something about maybe like uh maybe keeping warm could be thing although it looks pretty sunny out um but yeah i would be very interested in any any folks who uh who are more familiar than me with cyberpunk uh to chime in just with what this kind of awesome kind of glowing collar as well as being it's almost I would almost say that it's one of the trademarks. Uh, no, it definitely is actually the trademarks of uh, of Cyberpunk. This uh, very distinctive collar here, and all these things here again could be armor. It could be um, who knows. Let's just say this is a wild guess, but say certain components uh, of the body um, may be uh, you know obviously synthetic, uh, mechanical, and uh, maybe that is just some way of like regulating their temperature or something and, and these these nodes as well may have something to do with that um who knows it's all it all awaits us in hopefully no more than a year from now's time so press to open the door is one of the words we see here as um uh cd project red appears um arasaka is one of the logos there deep into the background and my guess good listeners is that everything we see here is completely interactive and navigable which is to say that everything just like in the witcher is scalable you'll be able to climb i believe we'll be able to climb onto there climb onto there if you're following my cursor climb everywhere this is a very blade runner 2049 slash just sim simply blade runner looking building there i'm fully convinced of that um just seeing as many things out there's a solar panel there <laughs> that lingering kind of a uh, just to be able to give off that sort of uh, sunset strip kind of feeling, some um, probably definitely synthetic palm trees there. Um, here we go. Uh, they're on the C9 uh, stop there at uh, going through. Maybe it's like a passageway of some kind. Um, again, there's the M 
the M's, that might just stand for metro, and then C may stand for cars. So that would probably be that, yeah, the difference between where cars are allowed to go. We'll say there's a, a, a less of a prominence of flying cars, like fifth element style, than I thought they'd be um, in a cyberpunk title. I wonder if that may be just maybe holding off on fully revealing flying car um, in general, flying cars in general, maybe to uh, non-directly sort of tell, uh, kind of communicate to listeners, uh, sorry, to just like audiences, that there won't be that many flying cars. They'll be more like dressing. However, my personal hope, like as in set dressing, my personal hope though, is that we do see flying cars. Um, you know, just like uh, the Final Fantasy 15, you were able to, um, yeah, just jump into it. I just love the idea of a flying car. Uh, give me, though, uh, I will say one thing that might trump it is like a Pegasus, a fully like a photoreal, just like fantasy mount of some kind that you're able to just like, you know, yeah, like literally just fly anywhere in an open world. That's one one thing for me. I definitely think uh, Witcher 3, sorry, Witcher 4 uh, will introduce that in some way because i just i think i think we're due for it i really really want to see that it's just maybe like a childhood thing for me of just like oh cool like some cool like fantastical creature that i can just like yeah and then just like like take care of it or whatever and i can literally like fly anywhere in the world it's, just, it's really cool either like a hippogriff or something so that would be really cool for that but so yeah i really hope we're able to upgrade the as people are calling it affectionately uh, the roachster uh, you know obviously playing off of Roach's name in The Witcher 3, the Roachster, the the car. I'll just call it V's car, just so that we don't go overboard with the dagginess uh, on this recording here. But I really do hope that we're able to upgrade it. Uh, though the, the car does look, the one that we see here at least, looks very different. So uh, yeah, like stripping away. I mean, I think we may even get another vehicle. So we'll have the Roadster and then we'll have like the Airster or something. We're able to take that out into the air. Okay, so brainwash is one of the brands we see here uh ncpd night city police department uh Kabayan foods uh sector uh that could be that could refer to sector sector 027 um looks like yeah maybe like an access way to the metro uh looks like a, an advertisement for armor here which is pretty interesting and then what are we looking at second amendment very interesting now second amendment um i am not as familiar with my us um let me see quickly listeners and i apologize to all the us people just sort of yelling at the recording now amendment because oh, and also uh, for those pointing it out i've got my cursor floating over it here so second amendment second amendment to the united states constitution protects the right of the people to keep and bear arms and was adopted on december 15th um, 1791 as part of the first 10 amendments contained in the bill of rights so that would have to mean that a uh presumably a weapons manufacturer or a weapons sales place where you can buy guns and stuff have called themselves the second amendment which is fantastic i just think i think that's really cheeky um Blend in is another one of the ones we can see here. So it could be something to do with um, uh, a company advertising that they would they want uh, you know you to buy their products. Uh, probably very convincing synthetic flesh that allows you to blend in, even though maybe you maybe there there are certain clubs that require a certain amount of humanity. Like oh, you need to be at least seventy percent human to be able to you know, get in here, or like 
who knows what kind of strange discrimination is going to go on in this world here. But uh, I like that idea. Just again, these little things that sort of fire off these um, little uh, nodes of speculation. King size looks like a drink of some kind. Could be a film, though. Um, not much to say there. Interesting, although it could also be very lascivious and referring to like um, package growth. Let's just put it that way. Here we see a unicorn. Oh, I was just talking about unicorns, or sorry, Pegasus. Um, E.g. looks like a possibly a foreign language there. Um, I think that's all the readable text here. In terms of just sort of visuals, we see here a little uh, vending machine, um, or it could be like a booth of some kind, uh, maybe even Bioshock-esque that might sell. Who knows? Little little kicks, little um, status boosters. Um, beautiful little car here. Uh, reminds me of that Silicon Valley um, a bit about the people in little cars. Kind of funny. I remember that. Uh, let's press play here. Okay, okay. Oh, I wonder if the things actually. Yeah, they. I'm glad that it disappears after a while. The little cursor. Um, I dig this guy's style. Look at again, just me. This is I. I kind of. This is kind of how I ambulate around the world. It's just I just wear whatever. Seriously, you know. When there's a, a set proper event to, to go to, I'll I'll doll myself up for that. But otherwise, when I'm just chilling, I'm just like whatever. This guy is my kindred. He's my uh, he's my totem totem animal. And we have all three. Beautiful. That's really good. The last thing I thought I would see in a cyberpunk city is uh, recycling. Uh, so the three kinds of recycling, which is extremely responsible. Again, again, perhaps hinting that this isn't a society that has completely, you know, I really think like Blade Runner really, like the trash everywhere in, in Blade Runner is, is on another level and seems pretty clean. Just want to say, you know, which is really good to see. Um, I mean, I'm positive about that. That's always a good thing, even in, in the digital realm. Uh, we see taxis there, and hopefully we'll be able to catch a taxi. Again, that's something you weren't able to do in The Witcher, of just like stop, like flag a horse down and say, take me somewhere, or like carriages or anything. There was obviously fast travel, but I sense that uh, back on the map, you'll be able to see uh, a few places that you're able to fast travel. So that would be, I mean, it's. I think it's pretty safe that we can we can assume that. So... And one last bit of text here is cart, so that would have to mean like a maybe like a supermarket or something. So and lots of Japanese text as well, which is always always great to see in a cyberpunk kind of setting because it just somehow fits obviously with the um, you know Japan being such a powerhouse of um, uh, yeah like hardware uh, electronics. It's it's and it, there's so much of that obviously tied into. Uh, just the, the technology, the presence of technology in this genre. So, really appropriate there. Um, Salak, I'm just trying it all eyes on. I'm just noticing even more here. And Caliente. So all these cool little, uh, all these cool little investments. It look, almost looks like a little Admiral uh, 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 Akbar there. It's pretty, pretty charming. So cool. Pressing play. Everything's flashing. Everything's flying by. Now let's have a look at these very reputable looking folks um this has been pointed out before look at this guy just winning against someone speculated on the reddit um ooh, traversal kind of thing you know they were sort of mentioning uh, as though you would be able to use that as a vehicle which would be really interesting and i, I find that <laughs> hilarious if you could ride around on one of those but who knows um, below deck is a movie coming out soon opens at 10 p.m um at, it very very much looks like the um poster for uh the shape of water which i really love that film 
these guys just chilling. These guys would be very much at home in a place like Melbourne. They, they, they totally look like just your average kind of Melbourne uh, street street people, just like chilling, you know, with their quasi-stylish kind of vibe there. Uh, however, these two ladies are the star of this shot here, so let's give them some... Okay, ooh, that's interesting. Uh, just analysis, let's have a look. So uh, you've got the... Um, the dice tattoo there, which is pretty nifty. Um, no discern. Oh, oh yes. Okay, there we go. So I believe that word is slut. <laughs> you can um, you can zoom in on the right figure uh, with the um, uh, you have her chain there. Uh, sorry, her sorry her her, um, her kind of barbed kind of neck. Uh, like collar almost, and then yeah, very clearly in in negative space you can see S L U T, which is great you know you do you <laughs> uh, and then uh, to the left we have savage so savage and slut uh, are the stars of this shot uh, and again this is me like um, you know I'm just literally just reading what I'm seeing here you know they're living their lives they're being their most fulfilled self fulfilled fulfilled selves I'm sure lots of cool bling here on this lady here uh, and just her just on her pretty analog looking again these smartphones which are just like bulkier and like again more um, cyberpunk looking so no parking is the uh, is what they're just sort of parking themselves on which is again great and in their backpack I believe we see two guns which is tremendous and awesome and it's a, an adorable backpack which is a, um, a bunny rabbit with very long uh, cute pink bunny ears um, and that is awesome and this person is just kind of living their life uh, with their amazing heels walking by could be transgender if we just quickly yeah, check him out. A fantastic, uh, incredible. You know, and I love that. I love that you're able to just customize yourself into whatever you want to be. And I'm sure you'll be able to make romance, romancing choices um, of all kinds of uh, whatever, what, whatever, whatever, whoever you are. You know, expressing yourself entirely, which is lovely. Um, and shout out to CD Projekt Red for providing that. A lot of folks were like, well, you know, again, and this we'll be doing our anthem deep dive at some point as well which will be i'm so looking forward to that title as well for separate reasons um just feels like something that you'd be talking about on a playground uh this is a little obviously maybe yeah consider it a mini teaser for the anthem uh video but yeah that's something that just talking about like oh an alien world you know and um you know digital grade which is the the description of um, the kind of legs that the anthem um uh, javelins have which is uh, something that's just really awesome and i remember like doodling actually uh, a lot of um, suits that had those same legs and just ah, really evokes that and awakens that part of excitement for me but i know that there won't be relationships so it's great to see cyberpunk really opening up and saying well there's going to be all sorts of interactions possible um and romances and all that so very very interesting um, this is tr awesome. Uh, clearly, just like a housing set of suburb here. Um, if you, uh, this is pretty niche, but if you did uni uh, in um, Canberra, uh, and also I'm, I'm sure this is the case for student accommodation anywhere around the world, but the big blocky kind of yellow and red just to, to, to distinguish different floors can feel pretty like pretty much like the, oh, I'm living in this place where it's like they have to brand these kind of um, different floors with different colors because there are so many and really gives that industrial feel so okie dokie so that was a stealth sneeze everyone I'm gonna keep that in because that is how you stealth sneeze while recording I really dig this guy's style. He has a very, very similar placement of tattoo to me, 
chest tattoo it's really cool and he's living his best life with his um left arm which is my dominant arm totally cybernetic makes him a beta ass and lady to the left here just chilling with her awesome tattoo and her band the style let us just take a moment our listeners honestly to just appreciate so much style between each and every npc do you see a like an npc with like a gray tunic like a throwaway npc design no you do not and that is not that is seriously not uh, cd projects uh cd projects reds um approach with this because you can see that they take every opportunity every npc is an opportunity as a, as a canvas and that's what i love about the, the creators that I'm most kindred with are the ones that say every frame, every little, every corner really is an opportunity to tell a story. Obviously, not going like uh, you know self-debilitatingly, obsessively ridiculous. You know, like making every you know blade of grass with faces on it. That's that's an extreme example. But what I'm saying is that like every like that's what they do they infuse so much personality into everything, and they they don't have any meat. That is unmetered passion they say well you know what we have an npc we have a box we have a, a piece of trash on the floor they'll in their own way find a way to just let's let's just take this to an interesting place you know just put something there there put something you know in, even in the background an inconsequential like character walking by even in a throwaway trailer we may not even see these characters again they may be completely remodeled but they you can see such clear effort has been put into um presenting even the the most minute details and obviously micro and macro scale just such an admirable uh, ethos to have and again has to be in my perspective and it's why i made interactive artistry is to have a space where we can sit and really truly um parse through this material and really appreciate it uh, in an in-depth fashion um you know and just yeah give give all as much as we can without obviously going overboard give as much as as many of these um uh, you know quote unquote unnoticed because we're noticing them now but uh, these uh, background details just, uh, just um just bring bring them forward and just say well you know what we've noticed and um it's one of the reasons why like we don't we want to encourage that we want to really really support creators like CD project red um putting so much attention into every every facet and it really screams by and i'm not you know uh you know putting anyone on blast in the industry uh, i'll just make a general comment which i feel a lot of folks will agree with is that so much of what is put out um uh, because there's so much more you know there's such a volume of stuff coming out with so many of these projects like for example i'll throw out like sable for example which i'm looking forward to talking about uh, in a separate video um uh, we don't want we don't want any of this to go on uh, unappreciated and obviously you can't cover and showcase everything it's, it's what I'm gonna try to do with the, the the materials and the projects and titles that are coming out that I uh, most resonate with and even past titles and even in other mediums you know with with kindred artful which gives me that avenue there but it's really important to take this time to, to appreciate it and uh, because what it does honestly listen as going through at this pace just yourselves with with myself even on your own it just makes when you eventually um engage with the material itself and this is something for Destra Anding and uh, Fumito's works as well it really really enhances it and you'll go into it like with almost like your eyes with like a, a barrier of, of, um, of jadedness removed. It's just something that literally why I created Interactive Artistry is to be a space to remove any kind of jadedness, to remove any kind of sense of rushing past something and not noticing how much effort and, 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 um, and passion and love was poured into it. So 
Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I just figured I'd take a mini aside for that. So let's crack on. So we're 30 seconds into this one here. Lovely little, uh, who knows, again, this may be even where we get our apartment down the line. This is a an awesome, um, uh, just again, a quasi th throwback to the um, Void Kampf scenes. And also for the VK there, that, um, that uh, you know, the acronym VK, uh, K was the um, protagonist of Blade Runner 2049, and uh, V is the protagonist of Cyberpunk 2077. So I wonder if that may be just the ever so slightest of nods to the Void Kampf test, which is um, uh, cells within cells and you know that that wonderful um well actually i don't know if that may be no that's a different test from blade runner 2049 but certainly from the original um deckard and other blade runners um perform this test to uh basically cause emotional distress you know um and to provoke and basically be able to determine whether someone is a replicant or not so so let us see if i can do my best at reverse writing so um, Stefan Torulio. Let's see if we can Google that, listeners. So, in the meantime, what I'll say about this gentleman is that he has uh, the similar kind of uh, southern Thai uh, implement there. So, I again need to educate myself about that, but just like the gentleman on the subway. So, I wonder if, um, you know, we may be seeing this really cool, um, yeah, this, uh, just this interesting, like, that's a very, very old. I've seen that in some of the some really early photos there. That kind of that kind of tie necktie kind of thing, and I have a good friend that that uses one of those regularly. So let's put this in here in the search engine. So S T E Stephanie. No, it is it is Stefan with a P H. Yep, Stefan and Toro T O R O. U-I-L. Stefan Turoil. Let's see if a Google thing um, uh, research uh, um, surfaces anything. So Stefan Turoil. Uh, no, I'm not really seeing anything. However, listeners, if you do, um, uh, if you are able to maybe find anything that, that ties into who this person is, could be a mini little shout out to maybe a crew member, um, something like that. So that would be pretty interesting if we can see that. Um, and then R E V I E review review S O F T R W A R E sort software yeah review software interesting so clearly someone is getting a review and again adding to the whole void camp sort of feeling which is really awesome so Stefan Toroy Toroit Okay, I'll have to do a bit of looking around, seeing if I can find whoever that is. So, someone getting some kind of performance review. Again, who knows what this might allude to within the story, whether these might be characters or not. This very uh, Halle Berry resembling lady here. Who knows? All of these could end up, listeners, being uh, people central to the story. And this, we, this may very well be like a preview of, you know... Um, major figures just like how you know one of these folks again this guy actually has a bit of a witcher vibe to him it's almost as though you know in another life from his time in the the continent you know the the world of the witcher uh, his sort of um alternate universe self is this kind of magnate kind of guy uh with these scheming hands and this uh you know just doesn't look like he has the best intentions there with that uh with that sort of body language there 
I really, I really dig this. Uh, you know, I mean, did I just see? Yeah, I see these now. These little attachments here light up. Um, either that or they catch the light in some way. But um, but yeah, that's so cool. All these wonderful little details here. So as we go into what I believe, um, shorts, shirt. Now that quick, very quick little um, uh, cutaway there was. Um, we were actually seeing, uh, like, yeah, just your average um, super cyber, <laughs> super cyber, um, very like illuminated kind of um, clothes advertisements. So we're we're gonna start seeing some of that nowadays, um, listeners. Uh, not too far from here, I think. Uh, I'm gonna place it here. Say you're listening to this way in the future for whatever reason. Um, 2030 is when I, I think we're going to start seeing um, pop-out kind of uh, light displays that um, really do fulfill what we've been seeing in films and such. It's something that people are always um, looking at being able to do, but um, who knows? So this guy here with his amazingly 80s-tastic vibe here, look at his... Uh, I believe there's like a, two characters sort of going on some kind of adventure on his chest there, maybe characters from his um, favorite show maybe it's he's actually he may even be playing uh, a game with those two characters in it who knows um again all these things they are totally um viable and ripe for reappearance um in uh, uh you know as as we're playing along you know cyberpunk 2077 um so it's a couple of whole hollow bites so it's looking as though these may be digital um snacks <laughs> that is very very interesting kind of advertisement to appear there on the TV. Um, at this point, we're almost halfway through the trailer, and again, as I do find it really important to do, and I hope not to harp on too much, and this will be the last of my little aside taking asides. But again, it's for all the work that these folks put in. This is almost it's, it's granular. It's tiny compared to these little aside. Even even as I do as I often do, um, take these moments to just say, look, I've been um, looking at this one here. I don't know, I'm not even going to check the time, probably close to an hour. There's just so much. Like, again, you really honestly can't say that about most um, uh, people, you know, working in this medium. It's it's truly remarkable. So shout out to everyone, CD Projekt Red, your CG Project Red. Your work is not ever at any point going uh, unnoticed and uh, taken for granted. So this guy is awesome. Reminds me, I used to um, spike my hair in the same way, listeners. Um, and I was a style icon. Don't you worry about that. So this is, and I, I mean, I was pointing this out to Ray. I was like, if you were in the future, this would be you. She would find some way not to even, bleh. it's just, it's just the vibe of Ray. And I was like, yeah, without a doubt, this is, um, you would find some way to just like, yeah. And I think she's like, you just have to have self-worth. And I'm like, that's <laughs> a really awesome way of putting it. And I think that that's pretty much, you know, um, of the way to, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm reminded of, um, let's see, just people who are just super resourceful and they're like, you know what, I'm literally not going to let the crazy, overpopulated crowdedness of the world. It's it's all mind over matter. And I think uh, Cyberpunk 27 will explore those themes because you are the character of V trying to make it big, trying to, you know, perhaps get to where this lady is here um, with her own sort of armed guard. And um, this person almost looks like a, um, a valet ready to take her car which is a really awesome car almost elysium tastic i really dig it um but yeah i was like that's immediately that's you in the future i said to her so living her best life stand clear is the is the text we say that and she definitely has as does everyone i believe at one point it'll just be an expected thing it's like well 
these um, implants beneath the eye would have to probably mean, look, that's where your batteries go, or that's where the, you know, for to, to, to be able to power some of the devices inside the eye, which will, again, listeners, it really isn't that far from something we'll eventually see. Uh, implants to be able to just have the information right there in, in our sclera. Soon that stigma will be... Um, at least, you know, I, I'm just prognosticating this myself. But I think we're actually going to get over, um, just as we've gotten over the stigma and have had to, just because of, you know, as I call them, the desire lines of culture. Now, if you don't know what desire lines are, they are a, it's a, first of all, a beautiful name for something that happens when humans start walking in a certain place. Uh, say, for example, cutting across an oval, they create a new path. And that's simply because that's just it's a it's an avenue where it just makes sense to, to to not have to go all the way around, and so it's human nature to create desire lines. And I believe iPhones and smartphones are a desire line um, of our culture, where we have accommodated the um, the the aspect socially of holding a rectangle in our hands and looking at it, and that meaning something. In the 80s, you honestly we looked at as strange, just as as we are doing now, looking at these folks, we would imagine that to be very strange to see folks with literal like bands of metal underneath their eyes or to the sides of their eyes. But you know, times do change, and um, we're going to see we're going to see some stuff. If not approaching this kind of level here, we're going to see some um, social stigmas shift to accommodate um, uh, just new ways of being, and it's very exciting to think about. I think that may also account for the fascination with cyberpunk, not just from a narrative and gameplay point of view, but just as uh, you know, I, I I remember hearing it said on a, um, it was about Fallout about I think it was on the uh, the kind of funny folks they were mentioning how, um, or maybe the Game Informer folks or the Easy Allies, awesome awesome folks all in their own way, um, talking about um. Uh, yeah, just talking about um, fascination about something coming from outside. So, which is to say, like Fallout, for example, it gets a lot, a lot of hits from outside of gaming um, because of the nuclear aspect and because of the political aspect, which people they can't help but read into that. So, Fallout has a broader um, reach in terms of the kind of folks that would be found talking about it. I think again, the whatever show I was listening to, they mentioned, oh yeah, you know, Fallout appears pretty regularly here, here, and it was like Forbes and The Guardian and Time Magazine and all these things. Cyberpunk will 1000% be a part of that same conversation of, you know, commentary being made, and because of, it's it's going to be, by the time definitely it comes out, but even, even now, it's just so relevant to our society, um, with where things are going, with permissible and acceptable technology, and just the limitations of it and that the gosh i mean this entire story is about mega corporations lording over us all and all the fears about facebook and and twitter and i mean twitter not so much but um just those fears that we have now of you know being taken to their natural conclusion um in what is yeah a little like quasi dystopian because it doesn't look fully dystopian but it, in, in a way it's Look, and, and maybe even you know, as a commentary being made, like it's sunny. Look at it; it's all sunny. Everything's fine. But at the same time, you know, there are areas of Night City that are completely overrun, completely criminalized. Like the the police have given up. Um, I really find that there's a parallel there. Uh, you know, with you know, there's this image that social media outlets and a lot of online outlets they pre they present this thing of this image of oh you know perfect people connecting all this fun stuff, but then you hear stories like um, as I read recently, which was shocking to me, of like Amazon employees like 
you know being docked pay if they if they don't um perform to a certain level uh, and then if they take like pay is being taken away for for um for bathroom breaks so they're like peeing into into like bottles so that they can they don't have to leave their station it's it's horrible horrible stuff and, and i i respect any art that really stands up and says you know what we won't preach to you like a maybe ostensibly a documentary would do um but we will include these elements to galvanize and catalyze that social awareness um, and to cause that sort of curiosity to happen. And the way I phrased it recently as I was riffing with Ray about it um, is that if you are out there as an artist wondering whether or not, well, what's the point of art? Well, let me tell you something. People like CD Projekt Red, um, folks who are making work that galvanizes like certain people, like just like who that that's the purpose of art maybe that's also why i find it hard to kind of articulate succinctly is because naturally art is tied into emotion and i get very emotional when i talk about it and think about it but i'll i'll do my best in service to succinct to succinctness and to to also progressing with the with with the analysis and the discussion and the speculation here with cyberpunk 27 2077 um but be an artist is is my is my answer so the world heals through art is what we were talking about. We were basically sharing our fears about some of the crazy political stuff happening. We, this certainly won't get political, promise you that. But Ray and I were sharing this. And and then what we talked about is that in times of intense turmoil uh, around the world, war and all that, like people come together through entertainment and art. And we heal through song. We hear through movie, we heal through movies. The reason why, that that's not just some kind of sentimental thing, but the reason why is because with entertainment and art, everyone's walls come down you know when there's no direct that's why star wars is where again you can look at star wars and a lot of people wonder about the phenomenon of it but no it's because the reason why it's become so widespread is because star wars contains non-confrontational universal themes and imagery same with same with harry potter you know um and so when we are shown something whether it be commentary on like a abuse or like use of technology or abusive technology or uh, or families or, or the environment for example with avatar like as i've mentioned a few times on our programs that uh, you know james cameron said if i made a documentary on the amazon people would have their guards way up they don't want to be preached to they don't want to be reminded about the planet and all this they would have just dismissed it outright but if you phrase it in art we communicate and we resonate at our deepest level through creative um, uh, endeavors like we are as I've said it and I'll, I feel no qualms in, in, in reiterating it uh, as as ad nauseum if I must it's it's because it bears repeating that like birds were given wings um, fish were given uh, uh, gills and fins and and really our defining attribute is our imaginations and we we exist and we are our truest selves when we are creating and when we are communicating through creation and through creativity so art truly does it's like if anyone's out there well, should i become an artist it's like please be an artist heal the world you know because your work more than any psychology seminar, more than any psychology degree or anything, artists, especially the ones that have um, the that 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 alignment in them of like, well, I'm alive. I know who I am. I know why what, what my gifts are. I know why humans are on this planet and what we're most, uh, you know, what we're most um, intended towards. Like what our, our our basis, what our basic kind of instincts are. Um, 
it is to create it is to continue that factor of creator creation creator creation you know um it's it's where we feel most alive and most aligned with who, with who we are is when we are expressing that artistic and, and creative side this does not mean that you need to start pick, picking up like a paintbrush and all like be an artist it i mean i you know know how to sketch a little bit but honestly i think it is a a worldview it is a way to be it is a way to um exist in the world and that's and i think if you are say for example using this this trailer for cyberpunk um for myself and 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 really wanting to give this these mini at least this mini platform as far as i can say you know such as it is to all these little minutiae of of um of these productions you know these massive productions with countless countless unpaid hours which i'm certain that a lot of these folks they just say you know what i just want to finish this model i just want to finish this texture i just want to finish this sound effect or whatever they get countless unpaid hours you know um and this this aspect of, of uh, you know isn't it isn't it so interesting that it's often seen culturally and held to be believed as like oh a waste of time or oh playing games or, or making painting and all this as they and they sort of sort of um tut tut it they say oh if they play it off and say okay that's great when are you going to become a lawyer or when are you going to become you know a, a teacher or or you know a doctor and there's nothing wrong with being those either it's an attitude thing it is a way to say you know what there is even i saw it today on the on the zelda subreddit this is really important listeners and i, and I promise i'll get back to the, the analysis but he said, "I'm a 36." Uh, he he presented a screenshot, uh, and he was a, he was a, from Breath of the Wild, and he said, "You know what? I had a dream of being a 37 year old stressed out lawyer, you know, and then I woke up." And he's he's talking about being Link, and that his life is Link, and that you know waking like the the dream world is being a lawyer, you know what I mean? Like, and he's a lawyer, and I I don't like he he might not paint. I don't I don't care if he paints. Art is not in the making of art. It is in the living artfully. It is in the seeing of things artfully, and that's just quite simply resonating with your core, which is like no human on this planet doesn't have that spark of imagination and creativity, and that's not some sappy hippie thing. It's honestly our our deepest intention and our deepest nature it is to create and to recognize creativity and to celebrate it, whatever our vocation, you know? So all of that is a big roundabout way of saying like, you know, convention like this this medium being seen is still we're shaking it off we're making great strides but still being seen as a waste of time or as you know i'm I'm sorry but like it's one of the major major industries i think it's surpassed film it's only closely behind war uh you know as, as one of the most uh yeah if, if i mean there's the correlation between art and commerce but it is hugely commercially um revolutionary and, and it's taking over the world with like things like Fortnite and everything so there's massive amounts of um investment being put into this so we can't sleep on this we can't sleep on on the phenomenal artistry that 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 is possible when you align not just the creative aspect but the interactive aspect which life again it is as i say this all all across our programming uh or interactive artistry's programming is that life is an interactive art and it is the medium that most resembles life itself so all this beautiful alignment really honestly um is not only worth i believe just on a personal level worth pursuing celebrating encouraging in others and i'll just lay it right here at the feet of cd project red you know again we're almost halfway through the not even halfway we've still got five five more or five five or so more seconds till we're halfway but this is 
this is truly what uh, titles like this really lead me to lead me to be reminded of and lead me to want to share um, uh, you know the you know the the thoughts that that come to me and and the considerations that come to me when I when I when I see such beautiful alignment um, of artist with creation of artist with purpose of being alive and with artist with medium and and, and humanity as well it's just wonderful to see so um, one extra little note to say I'll say here very Elysium I, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier but I'm pretty close to watching that film again. Uh, again, there's just these aspects of Elysium that evoke um, some of, um, uh, which is a Neil Blomkamp film from 2013, I believe. A little bit of cyberpunkiness happening uh, on Elysium where all the rich people live um, while the world, yeah, basically just goes to shit. It's a very entertaining film. And I think um, a bit of, a bit underrated. Um, I'm a big appreciator of Blomkamp. Uh, I think he'd be very happy about seeing this and who knows maybe we'll see him direct some shorts just as he did for the halo um halo reach he did that um great great short films there and was in the in the process of working with um peter jackson with doing the live action there and i'll say it now why not sometimes it's nice to make bold predictions neil blomkamp cyberpunk cyberpunk movie 2025 release date just gonna say it <laughs> off we go so pressing play, she's like, oh, guess what? I've got my cigarette, probably a cyber cigarette of some kind, and I'm just going to stride into my probably the mansion that she owns. And then we get contrast, and we have this character here who I believe Young told me the character's name is like Jackie or something. And he's really cool, and he reminds me of uh, Jack Five from, uh, from Tekken, which is really cool. And he's just chilling. Very, very wide contrast between what we saw there with the, um, uh, the businesswoman or some, quite simply the very wealthy woman compared to obviously this era of town. Um, and here I love the contrast again. And I'm honestly, listeners, I have not seen a person, a non-stylish person. I really have not. Again, loving the little shout outs again to Mike Pondsmith's hair. I love it in the background here. I'm just circling it here with my icon. So good to see. Fantastic to see. Ah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anyone who hasn't been in some way like at least a little bit stylish so um, this is going to cut very quickly because i know how the trailer goes um yeah flannel flannel is alive and well in 2077 shout out awesome and <laughs> and we see it here revealed cowboy hats are also alive and well well into the future which is great to see and chainmail it seems which is fantastic living your best life and we cut this is our hero shot of the heavily modified um, Jackie. He is killing it with this style. I just need to say right off the bat, he's got his chains there. And I do believe some people were pointing out that that is in fact a wolf um, symbol from the Witcher that he's wearing there. Quick little thing will reveal. Ah, sorry to disappoint listeners. I just, one half a second later, and I can see that that is very clearly, just quite simply a, um, cross and that has a christ symbol there so we see that that is present there and just again um vibe wise uh it's possible that he may um uh, let's see wonder if there's enough determining features again you know because again there's all this different variation here but you know seeing that kind of heavy gold chain i've just um one thing i notice in uh certain popular popular culture things like um, like breaking bad and such is there's a, a tie to um you know it just he heavy heavy like like um ha having that strong faith I'm, I'm sort of reminded of like um sort of the mexican characters from um 
from Breaking Bad. So I wonder if they, they may be, um, uh, like, I don't know, we may even see, like, Jackie, uh, we might even find out that he's, he's from that area there and is that Hispanic, because we do see that Hispanic kind of aspect um, to certain areas. And obviously we see Japanese as well with, you know, Santo, um, with you know, the advertisements there. But yeah, Santo Domingo, I wonder if he may be a native of there. Just, just pure speculation. Again, this is fractions of seconds we're seeing, so um, to base pure speculation on, and I'm not making any, making any calls or judgments. Lovely here. So I'm, I'm really digging his look. It's very distinctive. And again, these things here could be all sorts of augmentations that we'll see on our own character at some point. Again, the interesting combination of extremely closely shaved, um, faded, undercut, combined with. On. amazing style here he, he's killing it truly um and so his collar is a bit different it's got this big buckle here which is very distinctive um so yeah again my speculation is um would all be in service to probably yeah armor so it must be flesh that highly resembles sorry um synthetic flesh that highly resembles real flesh and this stuff here is all just um access points to be able to update um sort of um yeah like sort of yeah like circuitry that would probably serve to improve cognitive functions or um cybernetic functions in some manner or another like with with respect to the senses of like and also with you know cerebral maybe access literally could just be access points to be able to reach in there and just do all kinds of updates so and this here i believe it's almost like a parking sensor like it allows him to sense um proximity of enemies so We'll see it all explained down the line. So he's looking sus, and here we go. We get across here, uh, a cut across here, rather, to a fantastic, I can immediately notice it right there. Where's Johnny? Where is Johnny Silverhand, who is right at the start of the book, uh, Cyberpunk 2020? He is, uh, he's, he's living on the edge. You'll see it. If you look at the book, you can find it. It's, it's, it's around the, the web there, just the PDF. Um, Where's Johnny? Where is he indeed? And we haven't seen him, but uh, I wonder if that may allude to, uh, you know, him having some kind of prominent uh, centrality to, to the story in some way where we're interacting with him and maybe helping him get back on his feet or whatever. And, and I got I got to say, you know, as a lover of um, uh, uh, Kung Fury, I'm, I'm just loving, I'm loving, and, and just the 80s in general and, and Mitch Murder. I really do hope Mitch Murder is involved and, um, the song for this trailer oh my goodness spoiler which is just the word i think the name of the song is just called spoiler and it's by hyper i believe on another level and please do correct me listeners and i'll make sure to amend it in the comments sorry in the description ah, i just love that song so much and I've, I've been very vehement with uh showing that and and sharing my love for it so much it's such a beautiful beautifully composed song and i can't wait to dive just like as i did a deep dive into mitch murder after finding out his involvement with um uh with kung fury um i i really really enjoyed um finding out all that awesome stuff um uh you know with um yeah this this new brand new musical avenue that i get to investigate it's going to be so good uh, as we go along so um nothing much that i can see here i, I believe this uh, gentleman here is being um you know he's, he's getting a uh, getting an offer from these uh, ladies of the night which is this just again the shot composition is incredible here but uh, it is it is let's just say a bit of a seedier side of town and this poor dude uh, whose gun is uh, he probably tried to pull pull a gun on them and uh, it's not going well he's being very badly beaten up there and I believe she's saying you know what 
I understand you wanted to bring me to a pretty edgy place to show how like hardcore you are, but we could we could probably yeah let, let's kind of get out of here. That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from her. Oh, and that listeners. Oh my goodness, if you're seeing here, that is a that is a heel to the face, and I believe that would probably end someone's life. Yeah, there, there's pure. Yep, that's blood. <laughs> yeah, that that guy is uh, has a very very high likelihood that he's not getting back up because that that went straight through his head. Radio. So pool. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we'll be able to play pool very, very, very much. There's the different pocket kind of holograms there, the different kind of uh, trajectories that people are able to, you know. I, I wonder if that's like, oh, if you can make that shot, then it's like outlined there. You get a certain amount of money or whatever. And again, the cowboy hat, he's back. You know, he was in the background. So cool. And people with like cables coming out of their heads. So cool. And then again, this random, just this style of like, I wonder if people are just have this old magazines and they're just like, I like that style. And they like find some way of making it, recreating it or sourcing it. And that's a, like, a, just like a helmet design from like the, the 30s or something. It's with the, like the flaps on the side. And again, these two little uh, blinking lights, which again, I do believe are going to be quasi-fashion, quasi-utility in the future. So we're just going to see that these cybernetics, it really is the way we're going to go. Spunky Monkey is the, is the I believe it could, it could be the name of the... Um, of the establishment here again here you've got rocker boys listen as we're going to be playing as uh, a few of those classes again the, the the net runner and the solo and gosh i need to remember that third one now it's really going to start bothering me but what i'm saying is that we are going to see the other factions around us and interact with them which is fine again there is always cybertrunk 20 cyberpunk 2078 um, to be able to um incorporate um other you know, other of the classes. So solo, netrunner, netrunner. Here we go. And I just go 2077. Let's see if Google is smart enough. Do, 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 do. Has a fluid class symbol. Yeah, net, netrunner, techie, and solo. There we go. So we'll see all the others, I'm sure. Pressing play here. Cool checkerboard. I always dig, again, this great sense of the 80s. And again, right here, listeners, if you were to just like crop this out, put a filter on it, that's that looks real to me. Just the level of, again, this is active in-engine gameplay, or at least as we're seeing in-engine in, in footage. And there's just this feeling like the, the way that they're able to achieve depth effects nowadays is just completely outstanding. And um, That is a skull. That would be uh, an old school, um, uh, like, some form of cow. It's like the very cowboy-esque. It's, it's like Sabre Cowboys up in here. This is really cool. Um, so obviously I have to give a shout out to Cowboy Bebop right there. But also a shout out to, if anyone remembers and if anyone is listening, a band from Canberra called Animant and they had a, a song called Cowboy. Robot Cowboy or something is really cool. If I can find it, I'll play it because it's probably royalties free. So amazing. Such a, such a cool... Again, this stuff that... This is very important to remember that you know, growing up in the early 2000s, like the pen and paper was real, the cyberpunk dreams were real, and just seeing this all become a reality is just on another level. So I'll spare you from too much dagginess there, but needless to say, it's very, very awesome to see. What? You think this robot has anything on this guy? He gives him a big thwack, but that is the only win that this robot gets because guess what? Knee to the fucking chest, and then boom gigantic smackdown to the back of the head. Now we're looking at Fuyusuki. Uh, industries fitness so this would be um, Im 
pediment sediment or something so needless to say this is a yeah, it's a good old freaking. Oh, again, this totally looks like Mike Pondsmith in the background. There are so many shout outs to Mike. I, I swear, I thought there was only going to be that one. We haven't even got to that one there. Um, of uh, We haven't even got to that shot of, of Pondsmith, um, you know, the young Pondsmith on the couch there with all the babes around him. Like, that's that's incredible. It totally looks like him from afar. It's, it's crazy. And honestly, like, it's. You know, if the guy was bald, if he had a different body composition, if he had a... Di Again, it's not about color of the skin. It's just about, like, it literally looks like him. It's so cool. Um, so this guy, he's got a beard, but I believe... Has he got, like, a hollow head or something? No. Anyway, that was really cool. So really awesome gym scene. Again, giving the illusion that we'll be able to go and train mini games. That'll be so cool. So let's look at some text here in one of my favorite shots. Probably my favorite shot of the trailer is the, as I call it, so where are you guys headed kind of shot. I think he's a, he's a really, I mean, he's clearly protected there, probably bulletproof um, uh, glass there, but you know what? Sounds like this guy's having a cool day. And his name is Narayan Isamu. And let's have a look and see if there's anyone by that name of note. Narayan. So, first of all, Narayana. Let's look at that. Why not? Always a cool opportunity to learn. Uh, another name for Vishnu is the supreme absolute being in Hinduism and is considered as the supreme deity in Vaishnavism. Uh, the Bhagavad Purana, Bhagavata Purana declares Narayana as the Parabrahman, supreme lord, who creates unlimited universes and enters each one of them as lord of the universe. So, hey, you know what, Narayan, you have a pretty badass mom and parents for naming you that. That's pretty cool. I reckon if I just type this, listeners, Narayan, Isamu. Oh, Narayan Gopal comes up. He was a prominent popular singer and composer of Nepali music. Um, Isamu, here we go. It's just going to come up Cyberpunk 27, I bet. <laughs> here we go. Narayan Isamu. Fantastic, someone has found a way very deftly to take the image and, and flip it there. Uh, amazing, so male and the hair is black, obviously based on the beard. Narayani Samu is a character from the upcoming, upcoming video game, Cyberpunk 2077. He appears in the E3 2018 trailer as a combat cab taxi driver. That is awesome. <laughs> so cool, awesome. So let's crack on now. He has, please rate your ride with combat cab. Amazing. Never forget that there is surveillance in the top right there. Oh, sorry, just the direct top. Um, can't recognize the symbol here. Uh, our weapons on safe, so it's 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 clearly like, yep, you're able to just bring your weapons with you. It's it's properly like, yeah, a combat cab, which is great. Um, and you'll get to hopefully they'll come. I think you know what? I'm virtually just here, boom! I just gave him five stars. Incredible. You can just use the use the combat cab app, and who knows? I mean, it would probably be impossible from a PR perspective, but you know, the order eighteen eighty six did the carriage. You know that you're able to Uber. I'm not kidding. Look it up. You were able to order a carriage with an Uber for at least the promotional period, and in very very select places in certain uh, areas of the world, or I think it was just exclusive to either the UK or America. And Final Fantasy XV had the ability to, you know, I think you know where I'm going with this, uh, to summon a Chocobo kind of vehicle with an Uber. How cool will it be if around about when Cyberpunk is coming out, you Uber and you can, you, like, as a promotional thing, the Uber is like, rocks up someone with like a combat cab. That would be so funny. 
but again, I just I just trying to think um, reason with um, you know the authorities like the, the I do not think the cops of any country they decide to do this in even in somewhere like Poland where it's like pretty progressive um, at least as far as I as far as I've experienced um, I don't think they'd be pretty hot on that I think it would be yeah a little bit pushing the line there these weapons though listeners let's have a look. They look so phenomenal. I'm not a weapon. Again, I'm not a weapons guy, and I find these weapons so fucking cool. What is this thing here? I wonder what that does. It like probably spins around, creates some kind of kinetic energy. Again, you know, transcending a genre. I'm and I really wouldn't have called myself a cyberpunk guy. I obviously dived headlong into the fifth element. I hadn't watched uh, Blade Runner until maybe three or four months ago. Um, you know, around about when uh, 2049 was coming out. Again. The power of transcendent application of passion and love and um, an effort really it, it really causes all barriers to melt away in terms of genre and medium and it just people will it's the, yeah I, I really think passion is universal you know it's the, it's it's a universal language and you can just people from somewhere like people who just would otherwise not be interested in this genre and medium whatsoever I, I know for in my heart that CD Projekt Red have made something that will speak to folks um, from out, well outside of the medium, well outside of the the core audience of um, I, both cyberpunk genre uh, and, and the medium of, 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 of games as well, for sure. Let's crack on. He, he's, he's, he's loving it. He's just like, you know what, I love my job. And it's best to stay positive because what's the point of wasting a day being negative? Because from one day to the next, especially in this world, and it counts for this world too, but you could be kaput. Who knows what could happen to you? You're just winning if you just stay positive, honestly. And as you wish from Dai. So I'm not sure what that Japanese is there, but it's 70, 77 Fahrenheit. It is 6.20 p.m. And you know what she's doing? She's getting ready for a night on the town. Incredible little details here. Um, let's have a look. This is a bit of a bounty here of, of, of details. So, Night City Journal, Lizzie Wizzy, an awards show scandal, terror at teen concert. So, Lizzie Wizzy, I believe we're going to see her later. She seems like one of the silver beings there. Um, so, I wouldn't put this person as like, you know, like a hit woman or anything. As far as I can tell, I don't see much weaponry uh, or, again, you know, that doesn't have to nominate a, a hit person at all, whether they have weaponry on there on their table but what i'm just gonna go out on a limb because again she could be like a john wick and keep it all in the back somewhere you know but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that she's just preparing for a night out and let's have a look here so i think she, she may quite enjoy this person with the initial cp because uh, there's a kind of a vanity photo there um and we see another another izzy uh, there in the, in the left there uh, and the met is interesting is another word I can see there. Uh, sorry, sentence. So Lizzie Wizzy, she, she may be a, a fan of Lizzie Wizzy and, and a collector of um, photos. But you know what? With the photos, now I'm thinking they do look like Mark photos, which is what an assassin would have. So she may be changing her appearance to not only have an eye on the town, but also probably wreck some heads, I reckon. So putting makeup on different pieces of her synthetic body. Now here is the shot, and you'll see it here. She's he's just lurking behind this um, this uh, waitress here. So press play quickly. Although we do enjoy this person's blissed out, sort of cyber drugged out kind of vibe here. That's hilarious. And he's got a, the the loose, and he's just moving his hands a little bit like. And he's got the ha. Oh. <laughs> he's like Cyber Jim Morrison, uh, you know, with his uh, leather pants there, just loving it. Loving his uh, his little trip that he's having there. 
awesome, very extensively cyber modified kingpin kind of character here. <laughs> Again, living whatever he believes is his best life there as um you know, uh, being at the ritzy top of the world there. And again, these tantalizing glimpses of cyberpunk at night. So awesome. Um, in case I've missed it, listeners, uh, I did I didn't want to leave you guys. Uh, I hopefully haven't missed it, but just so that I'm not leaving you guys hanging, there is um, Adam Jensen um, from uh, the, what is it? The um, uh, uh, Deus Ex. Um He's, he appears in one of the advertisements, so I, I'm sure I haven't missed it, but in case I have, just Google it, You'll be someone will point it out. Um, so, Mike Pondsmith, 1000%, no one in any comment section anywhere could argue with me and tell me that that isn't a absolute tribute to the boy, the man, the dude who wrote and created Cyberpunk 2020, Mr. Mike Pondsmith, and he looks fly, and his lady looks fly, and it's just really just good vibes although it's very likely that to have gotten where these folks are in the strata you know like a lot of it, very likely they did some pretty bad things so um text that i can't really tell what it is unless i press play quickly nope seems pretty indecipherable in fact it's probably not text at all it seems like just the side of a building like a facade um would be good if i i mean again i'm certain that this wouldn't be too many hidden things because they look truly environmental and i don't think they'd put you know pretty blatantly spoilery things um in terms of easter eggs here with the japanese but if you did want to comment below uh, with what the japanese symbols in various shots of the trailer did mean feel free to do that that'd be awesome thanks listeners and look at this in our little tour that we've had of the city of night city check out who's just chilling just on the edge of town it's, it's only V who is us, the male V, and we'll also be able to change our gender, have, I believe we're going to have fully fluid options there for everyone to be able to just fully inhabit themselves there, but female male has been confirmed, and again, we have this, such this, again, it's been really emphasized and underlined, the swapping of parts, so I wonder if you're able to have some fun with that identity-wise, like, you know what, I'm a woman, start out as a woman, swap some parts, blah, 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 who knows, that could be a great avenue um, to be able to have that, uh, yeah, have, have, have everyone be able to express themselves however they want. Kiroshi we see, Bliss, which looks very Coca-Cola-esque, um, and uh, a great little booty shot, always appreciate the booty. Um, let's have a look, Grease, Greaser is, is, is the word there, and there's a, oh there we go, there's the Adam Jensen shot there, that's fantastic, and the unmistakable uh, kind of uh, cybernetics around the eye there, and the glasses, so definitely a cool little shout out there, Orbital Air. Um, I did. I do remember seeing an airport uh, as one of the icons that you can go to. So presumably, again, there are rumors, listeners, uh, and and uh, some people will call them leaks. I wonder, but I'll just put them as rumors so far, so that there's no spoilers at all. Um, uh, would be that uh, yeah, you're able to go to the moon in Cyberpunk, which would be fantastic. So I'm going to shift this down very briefly, so that we can see at the very top here when it fades away. Yep, uh, Sortsis is another company name, and what's another one? Data Inc. Quick little shout out, uh, sorry, quick little mention actually rather, and you know, speaking into a void here obviously, but uh, you know, some of these advertisements I'm having to like tilt my head properly to actually notice what they say. <laughs> so I wonder, yeah, the effectiveness of advertising, that's a whole other uh, kettle of fish there. 
55 seconds in, 39 seconds to go. I love this vehicle, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone listening. You know what? Like my dad is, is the is the car guy. Um, I'm going to have a lot to talk with him about with this car. Uh, just, again, the firing up of when it, you, you'll see it later there. You know what? I'll hold off until we actually get there to kind of fully cover it. But needless to say, the Atari vibes are real. You see the sort of, uh, we see the, um, um, is it the CPS, whatever they're, whatever they're calling the new Atari box, there's that kind of um, segmented, kind of wooden paneling-esque kind of vibe. But also, it's it just screams of 80s. I love it so much. Someone actually was able to point out the the model that it most resembled. Um, it was it was, listeners, it was just a resemblance, really. There's no kind of real-world model. Although, again, as a promotional thing, I would not be surprised that they actually create this vehicle for real. I think that may have a good chance of happening. So Aurora is the brand. NC20 CP2077 is the number. So let's call her the Aurora. Fantastic. And we now have the other side. So what is it? Flamingo Pacifica Paradise. That is, turns out all along. Ah, yeah, there you go. Samurai. Ah, I knew that earlier. So yeah, the Samurai Jacket. There you go. So all the cyberpunk people still listening in who didn't get too frustrated with me, which I hope I didn't cause any frustration earlier in the video when you were like, please just realize that it's the Samurai shirt and that that's the Samurai logo. So there we go. So Samurai is the brand of the jacket. Um, and yes, yeah, so Pacifica Paradise with the Flamingo there. That is awesome. And text here, you can zoom in. It says CMM42X55LE. 3210. So that could be a code of some kind. Feel free to check whether or not that may be a code for The Witcher or something. Uh, which, again, as well, as I'll mention now, you've probably heard it if you've been following some of the coverage. But yeah, um, earlier with that sort of glitch out footage, as well as mentioning the, uh, you know, um, we, leave, we leave greed to others with all the E's as like um, threes and everything, just all that kind of cyber, kind of cyber, cyberization of the words. Um, they were able to, yeah, a bunch of uh, people actually typed in some of the kind of um, gobbledygook uh, in that sort of uh, loading corruption of the Microsoft presentation kind of, um, you know, the screens coming in there and the, the flickering screens. They paused it, they took some of these, and they th these took some of these codes and they ended up being codes for The Witcher, which is just so, again, for free, just handing out the 60, 60 at least worth $60, even by now, uh, game, totally for free. So they are awesome. So shout out to, again, all the shout outs, honestly, to CD Projekt Red. Amazing tactility. Oof, just, again, maybe it's a, maybe there's some kind of je ne sais quoi kind of word, but I'm just going to, uh, I can't create a word, obviously, on the fly, not that I'll try, but just the... Ah, the satisfaction feel of seeing something beautifully designed and like set perfectly you know there's that um that subreddit called um uh, uh perfect fit so reddit.com forward slash r forward slash perfect fit and then also reddit.com forward slash r forward slash oddly satisfying shout out to those communities because uh, they know exactly what this kind of beautiful uh, industrial design does it's like oh the way this is designed the way that this is placed all in its kind of um all in their slots there so again i may just be talking about you know a um, cyberpunk tastic sniper rifle but really honestly again going at this pace it really really underlines the artistry is real and the effort is real and the passion is real look at this all again beautifully properly 
uh, immersively designed. Again, just something that you could just straight up give to a manufacturer either of props or of actual, probably actual weaponry, and say, you know what, this this would actually work in some in some some way. So this here, obviously, instead of the traditional loading of any kind of like uh, cell. Um, shotgun uh we'll, we'll we'll see a shotgun later I, I know we still haven't got to that section there but this now the the editing is really going to start ramping up and i'm gonna have to be very very quick on my um pause pressing but this uh it's basically like an energy weapon of some kind so presuming presumably we'll have discovered um some different kind of uh ammunition types in the future so quickly pause there boom and pause there incredible oh straight out of the fifth element there with that with that industrial design i love it so good so the blank out here we go now here i'm not sure what they're calling this like the spider droid or something however it has been i believe confirmed that this little this little guy is is going to be uh, your companion like a almost like a dog that you can ask it to do different things and that you can just program one to follow you around or to help you i just again oh <laughs> All right, I, I know I said that the the combat cab was my favorite uh, shot of, of the trailer, but I, I nah, this little sequence here takes the cake. Oh, look at the coolest of the thing. Look at this thing. Who wouldn't want to have one of these guys just like, hey, what you need to? And it looks like sturdy. This thing's like this looks bulky. Like I could just like sit on this thing and be like, yo, let's go to the shops, or you know to work something like that like it, it looks properly sturdy but it also looks pretty dangerous so as well as observation and being able to cling to services surfaces i'm sure that it would be able to do that but it looks like it, it can f move at a pretty pretty decent pace with this kind of um ambulature here or you know uh, locomotion you know different kind of yeah that you know very much like a spider you know and spiders can move pretty damn fast. It looks like this thing, almost like a jumping spider. So awesome. Really awesome. And what's at the back here? So obviously we have Mr. Sting here from the 80s. It's totally proud of it. Look at it coming to life here. I just love it. I know that Yoji Shinkawa is in the designer of uh, industrial design, character design, environment design of um, Metal Gear. He, he saw this and he's like, that's my <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> that's my uh, cyborg uh, spider. And again, a huge shout out to again we're in almost the 2020s ourselves with countless amounts of media coming out and i always make it a point to pause and just recognize look this is a i just this is perfectly uniquely cyberpunk i don't know anything else that has made something um that resembles this this little blighter here um now i just need to tell you something because what i think is we don't see it do it but this thing i bet you look at these legs here listeners look at this this thing can flip upside down it can it can twist its legs and just like totally again just like a, a like a two-sided tarantula this thing as soon as it flips upside down it is totally going to be able to crawl with its other set of legs uh, or who knows Look at it, and he's got them folded back like a bunch of ears. And just shout out to all the awesome folks there. So uh, gathered around. My one occasion of rewinding, there you go, is because I love this guy so much. Now, can't see the name of it. Oh, could that be the title of the film we were talking? Because it reminds me of reminds me of the title of the film. But anyway, clearly a cybernetic store. This guy looks like he built it. Uh, although maybe he built it. We'll see. And a deal has been made. We can see the cash here. And uh, it looks like, yeah, this kind of looks like the gang. And this guy lo looks like, hey, there you go. Here's the thing. Now, give me the money, you know. 
interesting and yeah all this kind of gathering oh and this is a very dave bautista looking guy check it out and then shout out to the lady slash dude slash whoever in the back just being like yep i'm just chilling in my hi-fi store just checking out like vinyls or whatever but i love this shot so much gosh i love this shot what an awesome awesome little i i mean i mean i would love a figure of that on on the old shelf wouldn't that be cool you know such a distinctive silhouette such a cool bit of design Oh, and one more thing. Last time, listeners, I promise. What do we see here? Are these words that we can see on the floor here? Uh, no, they're just, just indiscernible graffiti. Okay, there you go. Very rare in these uh, sort of, as we go along, really taking our time with each, with each shot. Just as, again, not no contrivance, no cra craftily going into all kinds of crazy tangents and building on non-existent stuff, really trying to keep it focused and just really on the level of just appreciating what we're seeing and, and having some some even-headed uh, even um, and, and well-reasoned speculation without going too crazy or too contrived. Um, loving it so much, but I, I just had to, I had to bring it back to, to, to little little jumpy over here. I swear, I just want to see this thing scuttle around and jump and help you out, help you out in your in your adventures in Night City. So cool. So welcome Lizzie Wizzy. That is without a doubt Lizzie Wizzy from uh from the um the lady who was getting ready for a night on the town showing up again such awesome uh you know just yeah, you know what? We're just gonna do daytime for this trailer. And that's that's great. Such a beautiful effective way of communicating and so again that confidence that uh that they have again they could have easily lent into let's just go edgy and lean into this but no and it what did it do it served them it served cg project red to make this leap i call honestly i don't have a, a superlative hyperbolic you know you know smoke blowing bone in my body i really don't i i, I don't believe in in giving unwarranted contrived praise i really don't when i when i really resonate this much with what with what i can clearly see in front of me being poured into it put into something with such such um you know such passion such clear um such clear devotion to what they're doing and 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 confidence in what they're doing and pride in what they're doing i can't help it i just i need to really really take take these moments incredible so mr asian guy here is just uh waving and living his best life with his head headphones listening probably listening to her music while he's waving to her fantastic which is great these drones here are very likely both security drones and you know yeah i can see that lens there those are definitely camera drones catching the footage there and yes here we go so this camera uh, this camera here corresponds to that screen that camera corresponds to that screen that camera probably there's another screen somewhere because it's uh, from a definitely a different angle but yeah the three shots the three cameras very great again reminding me of um Jared Leto's, uh, gosh, again, I need to remember, Leto Villain <laughs> Blade Runner. What are we looking at? Yeah, uh, Wallace. Um, incredible. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, Wallace's kind of um, eye things. Neander Wallace. I, I, that's kind of what it reminded me of. So, yeah, this kind of chrome fest, I believe, or the chrome, very 80s kind of styling there. Chrome Worldwide chrome worldwide tour um one little thing i'll point out aha hey what's up we're looking at again at this consistent hairstyle here for uh for all these awesome <laughs> male and female mike Wansmith. that's awesome but here we have it listeners we have 
his twin. We have one gentleman here with the exact same jacket and the exact same uh, mohawk and another guy, same thing. Uh, and they're both wearing uh, headsets. So they're just twinsies decided to uh, go to the same event. <laughs> A little shout out there. Oh, and hey, what's up? Are we seeing Mr. Man? Mr. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, the, the, the combat cab driver. That is so cool. Oh my goodness. Wouldn't that be awesome to find that out? That that he, he decided, you know what, after that, that's it. I'm good. I'm going to just uh, park my combat cab and go check out, you know, Narayan. That's amazing. He's just taking a little break there. Love all the Mohawks as well. Fantastic. And you know what, Miss, uh, Miss uh, Lizzy Wizzy? Very proud of her body. Look at that. All the way right up there. It's almost like a bathing suit there. Incredible. So... Again, incredible imagery, and this is uh, as as you may have noticed uh, with the thumbnail. It's the thumbnail. Great, great shot composition. Um, very distinctive. Again, can you? Um, that's why I picked it for the thumbnail. Can you? Can you really imagine outside of something like Terminator, a completely silver character with like a mohawk? That striking kind of ah, oh, it's just very distinctive. And again, Cyberpunk is Cyberpunk is and, and CD Projekt Red so proud to just tr um, really flaunt. And this is literally embodied in what she's doing flaunting how distinctive and how unique it's it's uh, aesthetics are compared to all other cyberpunk kind of um media here's the shot i was talking about this is all shades of again just this particular corner of the screen here if you've been following detroit become human all that kind of ugh, very questionable kind of um a character you know we've taken the like again spoilers for detroit become human just skip forward 30 seconds but yeah the red ice kind of taking guy at the start um this is his cousin uncle uh uncle jimmy who's been like beating on people to the point of having a unwashed um blood stain on his jacket of a handprint clearly he's been really messing up some dudes um and who knows all kinds of people and um she in the background there very likely possibly maybe the partner pressing pause there again smoking which is uh parenting 101 right right even before the birth itself um this is this is yeah not not a good side of town so clearly has done whoever is on the receiving end of this thing has not been um a good friend to old jimmy here uh oh oh dear oh no bueno um shout out to squid billy is a great adult swims show if you want to have any more of this kind of <laughs> there's no cyber hillbillies there but there's definitely its fair share of hillbillies for show okay now would this be no it is a different hairstyle it is a different character however this might be uh someone affiliated with jackie uh from earlier before or this might be jackie i may be getting my my, my facts crossed very very seedy looking people Oof, no bueno and again obviously this shot is a clear tribute to the shot of decker uh, at the very start of blade runner when he's just trying to eat his noodles he's just trying to live his life and uh, he's approached um being taken in for the you know the mission and the rest of blade runner to to play out and i hope i said the original blade runner there i'm saying blade runner 2049 and the original blade runner so interchangeably nowadays they really are on the same level for me and a few folks would agree i'm sure maybe i get some eye rolls that's totally fine it's all down to personal preference he is so pissed off that these two have bothered him when he's, he hasn't even gotten into he hasn't even gotten tucked in that that sucks for him poor guy um this is 
really great shot of the trauma team and we this is a direct um you know you see some of the um concept art that was shared you can see it at cyberpunk.net uh shared of the um uh, of, of yeah what was going to be going into the trailer or at least these um certain uh sequences that will be in the title again these could be all edited from certain sequences in the story itself but uh yeah with the legs there of the lady in, in the foreground and the, and the and, and the trauma team there again they may look like medics but there's there's a sinister side to the trauma team i'll tell you that right now now what has he been doing um he looks like tom delon from uh from blink 182 for some reason just just like from this angle he's been living some crazy life <laughs> having a bit of a crazy life here i'm sure maybe uh you know going crazy on substances who knows so here we go now i really love this guy he reminds me of a ghoul from um fallout he's got the same kind of uh you know skull like nose here he's probably been going a bit too crazy on the modifications low in his uh, little barbecue there and you know what one thing I like to do when I'm hanging out with my cyber buddies um, and, uh, you know, just mulling over my next enhancement, which these guys are clearly pretty majorly into getting enhanced, I just like to chill out with my friends um, and just, like, own them at cyber basketball. Cyber basketball is what's happening here. And, you know, he's just chilling with his massive gun and his uh, wiener dog. Again, such distinctive imagery. <laughs> and that's great. I, I like seeing all these folks maybe... These could be crazy murderer people. They could just be rocker people and just like super into their style. But you know what? I'm going to... This is me. I can I can dream. I certainly couldn't hit this shot here, obviously. But uh, you know what? We're going to see here, once it goes in, whose point this is. Oh, we couldn't see it. We don't know. So he may be winning a point back for the team. Or continuing his uh, complete streak of domination. So this is, without a doubt, the guy who... Maybe the guy from earlier. There's a bit of a resemblance there. Um, and again, this this distinctive sort of neon strip here, very much like how the the um, uh, with the, the the lady's stockings here, uh, as in the trauma team shot, and um, almost as distinctive, very much like the the umbrellas uh, from Blade Runner with the the illuminated uh, inner umbrella. It's really cool. So yeah, he looks like he's very proud to have just committed a pretty hectic hit, uh, or he's just literally it just doesn't care now let's have a look so for redistributing stolen petrochem assets with intention to reduce inequality and poverty dozens killed since april amid a wave of anti-corporate protests and then we have the jap presumably the japanese translation there so checking 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 all of this by the way listeners uh again this is a you know a science fiction context um but, you know, you can look up a lot of what Google is doing with being able to recognize for uh, things like uh, cars, like um, self-driving cars, recognizing certain silhouettes to be able to, you know, profile them and say, oh, that's a dog. Um, that's a, uh, you know, that's a, another car. That's a that's a person. That's a pedestrian. That, these screens very much remind me of that. It's the same thing with the surveillance that we're actually seeing. So look up any modern surveillance um uh footage and you'll see people are actually getting like people's style of like gate like w walking gates they're getting those down pat and profiling them to people uh, obviously starting with criminals but it's it's inevitable but definitely going to spread to to everyone and it's just everyone's going to have a very detailed profile of every aspect because people will be very much scrutinized from way from almost every angle um this is obviously alluding to things like facial re recognition. It's it's all again. This is Cyberpunk 2077, 2077, 
this video, but I'll, I'll dip into here and there about what is, you know, directly jumps to mind with this and again really lends itself to as well as being this phenomenally immersive rpg i know they're not going to get too correct um too hectically political i i i sense that about cd project red but again from it's all all just like fallout none of it is intentional but just from the virtue of the setting and they don't necessarily push that away they're saying you know what use our games if you must i mean we're just putting them out as we do with the intention of art and entertainment but to be able to use them as commentary, sure, why not? Here we go. Protest there, it's the same, uh, I believe it's the same at the, as the very top there, so I started reading there, but it seems as though it's this accelerating the same, yep, and, and the Chinese and Japanese translation, I, translations, I believe. Now, Orosako, or Arosako is the, um, is the same uh, company name. Again, if I've got the pronunciation wrong, I do apologize, um, but this is, uh, <laughs> like a, a cyber boardroom meeting, just attach cyber to everything. Again, the hit is being carried out by none other than, yeah, Arasaka, my bad, my bad, a netrunner. I, I would have to place this person or a techie, someone who was able to jack in and uh, just, here we go. Arasaka unveils new project for NC, says so in Night City. Um, I wonder if that's this person. Yeah, inflicting that damage. It certainly looks like that. That's what the that that is what this shot is designed to impart. So there you go. The 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 danger is is constant. I mean, if you're plugged into something, you you could you have the the very real chance of being tampered with. Um, and that'll be the same for us. We've been told that the net will have a major um, a major presence in the title, in the story, in the d dynamics, in the game, and everything. And by the way, if you needed any further confirmation that this was indeed the female V, we see the exact same jacket, not only the exact same um, Paradise, uh, you know, the Flamingo um, uh, sticker or sort of patch that we see there. So it's very clearly intended to be the female. Um, yeah, the female V right there. So Motel, I'm assuming is that. So she is hiding from this drone, uh, which again, it's such a quick shot, but you know, again, I would have to assume probably part of a cinematic there. Now, uh, here's the, the middle finger <laughs> tattoo here with the cybernetic middle finger, really great. I, I, I you know what, he, here's what I'm going to say. We're going to start seeing some cyber, um, some cyberpunk tattoos again, the affinity really when something again, after I saw a breath of the wild, uh, tattoo there, he got all the, um, the symbols for the, um, the divine beasts tattooed and um when again when something is that well crafted enough and people are like oh why get tattoos of something like it if 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 honestly the reason you get a cyberpunk tattoo is as um if it goes only as far as saying oh i want to be a like this is something that was phenomenally beautifully well made there you go it doesn't have to be as any deeper than that it's your body absolutely but you know what if you're getting something cyberpunk or witcher where there's this level of artistry associated with it that is unto itself, uh, uh, I would say I would resonate with a, with someone who, who if they connected with it on, on that way, if they were just like, hey, this is stylish, sure, go right ahead. All the different layers of, of, of why you'd want to get something. Oh, I just want to just because, just because is a, is a, is a reasoning that I have, you know, a mixed relationship with because just because can speak to uh, shallowness, but just because can also speak to a sense of, um, you know, embracing spontaneity in a positive way. So, but if you have at least some appreciation of the deeper layers of uh, what's going on here, I reckon that's awesome. 
and and uh, and yeah, if if you decide to do that, I, I, I. But yeah, that's my prediction. I mean, it's not even that. Is it a prediction, really? If it's just going to happen. Um. So this person just had their eyeball ripped out, pretty pretty violently, and it looks like yeah, that is a cybernetic eyeball. So, I mean, it's probably it's probably still linked to like you know nerves and everything. So it's still likely extremely painful, but it is a cybernetic eye. And he doesn't look too happy about it at all. And these are pretty familiar gold chains. I wonder if this is our good pal Jackie, just doing his, doing his, doing his thing. Now I wish I had even like the ability to slow this down even even further to be able to look at all of these headlines. And I mean, I'll do my best. So here we go. Okay, another Valentino foray in Pacifica. Another Valentino foray in Pacifica is the other one I can read. So. I would wonder if Valentino may be like a, a land developer of some kind. Uh, so she's got a warning sign here: "Be bad, do bad, and like get shot or something." Probably. It's yeah. I grew up uh, in um, in my, like I spent a, like a year and a bit in Italy, and I remember very fondly going to the newsagent getting like Pokemon stickers. I wouldn't want to get Pokemon stickers from this lady because it would be very very dangerous. Because if these are the sort of people that frequent her kind of, and it seems like she's just totally in phases. You know what? I'll blow you to hell, and you know I'll blow you to hell too with your mantis weapons. Who gives a shit? Look at you. You're all show. With all this, because again, lady with her awesome like um, uh oh, and I love this again. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say yeah, because it's very typical of like sort of Chinese shops here. The Chinese lady, um, just you know, full blown, just like you know what, shotgun to the face, get get the fuck out of my store. Amazing, feel the chemistry there down there with that brand. Um, amazing, and yeah, look at that. What not so not so hot now. Although that is insanely impressive that it has like not only a mantis blade but extendable mantis blade. That's they're pretty badass. But you know what? Um, this guy's in trouble for sure. Shout out to the Mew Cat, which is I, I believe like a good luck symbol there, and the dragon there. Um, this is fantastic. And what else was he said? Do we see? Okay, can't really spot the name here. I'm sure if people had a you know the opacity, sorry the um, brightness adjustment. But yeah, we see a few more headlines there. That's pretty, pretty cool. Um, all tying back to, you know, again, just prominent figures. It's just, just news reports. So DTR, I'll go back just very, very briefly. DTR, I wonder what that could mean. Yeah, direct transfer, maybe. New supplies. These look like drinks. Yeah, just looks like a general vendor, and that definitely... Oh, I wonder. Okay, now we have to go back, because I only just noticed it. Is the footage... No, 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 the footage was just like a fighting game. I thought the footage was going to be of um, what we saw, although that was a very quick shot, so it's very likely that um, I, I may have I may have misseen that. Um, and, and it's very a little bit blurry as well, so I wouldn't be able to tell whether or not, but that would be an extra awesome detail if we actually saw CCTV footage of uh, when we're going into these places, and I wouldn't put it past. I, honestly, they have, again, unmetered passion, these uh, CD Projekt Red folks. Feel the chemistry, Nicola. Nicola, I believe that might be it. Um, this guy just had his last smoke of his life. Because guess what's about to happen? Kiroshi Fuyutsuki, hometown Delhi, jacked and 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 core, jacked and coke. That looks like another brand. And king size, the third appearance of this. Um, yeah, I believe. Um, yeah, okay. Now I see the two women. 
looking at the thing, I, I wonder if it may be some kind of like <laughs> penis size enhancing drink. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the, the yeah, as I mentioned, the uh, the trauma team, they're not just your, your, your sort of friendly, wholesome kind of medics. And um, I wonder if this gentleman who I did do, you all remember from roughly an hour ago when we started this analysis um, of... Um, of this this fellow with the uh, maybe he he took his last subway ride, and uh, these um, yeah these these what are the uh, the sandals the sandals and socks I'm just going to call them sandal sock man just had a had a great day on the metro and there's a, a nice beautiful smoking but he he's a goner now um, look at all these what do we what do we think all these folks were doing getting up to some crazy activity now I see something like an operating table there maybe running like an illegal augmentation kind of little hive here um yeah this looks like some pretty intense stuff happening here but they're very quick to their weapons and mr jack five here which i'm just going to triple check that i haven't been saying the name wrong but it just reminds me i mean at least that's what i remember of the the tekken five character jack five please be the same thing because yes what what of course Jack refers to multiple fictional characters in the game Tekken. The character is an android, first introduced under the name Jack in the original video game Tekken. Look up Jack 5. This is him. This is his brother here with his um, iPod on the go here <laughs> on his sleeve listening to some music. I'm sure that's not what it is. But that is a massive Militech gun, and I'm sure you would need augmented muscles to be able to wield it. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to do the very same. 1,000% listeners you know the, the the industry it's it's pretty damn saturated with weaponry you know even i remember the only weaponry in the past 10 20 years of this medium that's really jumped out at me was the kill zone like i just thought it was so so distinctive obviously halo's extremely extremely recognizable kind of hardware there with the the assault rifle there but this looks totally like its own thing and what a gigantic freaking oh my god like you know like a assault rifle on crazy levels of steroids um there's that and then you just have a plain old uh you know the old style kind of poolside style chairs here i love to see that they're still around uh it's, it brings me back I'm, I'm sure anyone who just i mean it's it's crazy that this style of chair is still is still around in the in the far future. So Militech, obviously, we saw Militech, um, the company, uh, you know, what we had uh, in in our little sniper kind of reveal there when we were sort of taking that weapon out. Um, I, well, I wonder if this guy's much long for this world. Uh, he he he's he's just getting blasted to to, to shit. Um, and these um these chains again could allude to the fact. I mean, he's got his sleeves rolled down now. Maybe that was him earlier ripping the eye out. Who knows? And he's he's getting he's getting pretty wrecked up, but he's gonna go out in style because look at that grill, that's crazy. And back to us, you know what? Here we go, Aurora. We're just mellow. I have a feeling we're gonna just make slightly better life choices than uh, old Jack Five or Jack Six, you know, Jack Five's um, pal there or or brother. So what are we doing? We are again cutting to a different shot. Obviously, again, you know, it's all all in the all in the fun of editing. Um, VTech is, is is what we see here. Could be an allusion to the character's name, and I, I just love that. Maybe he took his name from his car. VTech Aurora NC20 CP77. I wonder with people with 4K displays or whatever they can zoom in, and if that's like a code or something. Like looks like some kind of translatable code. 
then again, it could just be their um, scannable, directly scannable style of, um, you know, registration panels, which is really great. Again, I love these lights. Not a car guy, listeners. I really am. And look at the scuffs here, listeners. Um, and viewers, I'll also say. Uh, on, I mean, it's probably bulletproof, probably very tempered glass here, but just the fact that I can see it, so cool. Um, one little thing that I'm just going to, you know, maybe this is a bit daggy or lame, but uh, the idea of this scar here being here, you know, on this side, it just definitely screams a bit of Geralt. So I wonder if um, we'll see both that. Uh, we'll see... Um, female and male uh have that as as something that may be unswappable but then again i think this is this they're going to go all out I, I think it was included in the trailer as a bit of a tribute to Geralt there so illuminated by the blue light here we go his next assignment is coming right up and i reckon that that'll be a assassination job via sniper and that'll be one of the th many things we'll be doing one of our many if we decide to take that route with our lives, I'm sure it's going to be kind of inedible, inevitable, just like with the Witcher, to, to go through without killing anyone. But um, high stakes, high rewards. And if we zoom in here very briefly, there was a brief little uh, shimmer of writing. I'm going to do my best at seeing what I can. Here we go. Centers from film being type BCA file um, loaded one keys. Yeah, very brief. Couldn't really pick anything out there. Uh, people with uh, more advanced setups will likely have a, a good ton of fun with uh, looking at that one there. Super zoomed in. 2030SW. Ah, interesting. WS030267. Ah, again. A couple of folks can have fun with that. I wonder if scramble it up. You got the release date there. Who knows? Thirtieth uh, of thirtieth uh, of February, twenty nineteen. There you go. <laughs> okay, so he he's, he's not forgetting his uh, he's not forgetting the old style again. I, again, I have this sense that folks from just like by the way, I'll mention it here. The start of the Cyberpunk twenty twenty book. There's this great se uh, section where it's describing that the look and feel and even the name Cyberpunk that is taking place in 2020 um, there's a an in writing kind of meta thing where it says that those characters were inspired by the writers of the 80s of the older ages um they were inspired by that to be who they are which i love because it's, it's all kinds of meta to say that uh you know um in this time that people are looking back and getting their inspiration from the old days and i think um you know as we, we saw with that sort of world war one helmet there um earlier in the shots that we sort of broke down and analyzed uh yeah and, and he's got his vans he's he's repping the vans here um here we go so high voltage on plus minus mode auto lock one two three four five six seven he going crazy and let's i mean i, I do have the power to to be able to tell what that last word is boom boom ah oh, it's such a quick edit my last moment this is my last chance to get it here we go just have to believe it. Oh, rev limit is what it says. Max rev limit, yo. Here we go. And he is screaming through. And he does not give a crap. Do you think he gives a crap? No, he's 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 living his uh, ignition lights. Again, I love this tactility here. These these um these uh, flickable switches, just like the the Falcon and um, you know a bit of that used future feel from Star Wars there. And who knows? Oh, engine start, fantastic. And the guardable switch there. Just these little details, yo telling you and 
Let's see if we can glimpse any amount of that text there. Any amount at all. What does it say? Night City? XFM. Socket. Engine Control. IRQ. XFM. Looks like that's the radio station. 27 TC ABS Octane ESP Hybrid. And a couple of icons there, I wonder. Who knows? Maybe uh, fuel types. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? Okay, let's make let's make one more little attempt there. You know what? I I wonder if because like, this is all just in the dam. I mean, I think we'll get there eventually, listeners. You know, combining things like uh, rear view mirrors and mirrors with like displays. It's gonna happen. We're gonna be tapping on all sorts of things. So, I wonder if that just relays a bit of crucial information about the vehicles behind you. So, could be. And what is he being pursued by? That's another thing. That is a very that is that is one. It is a Militech vehicle right there. You can see tiny, tiny writing there. You need the 4K uh, or the, at least the higher definition clip to be able to notice that. But here we go. That is a battering ram, and he needs to watch himself uh, because that thing's going to batter the hell into him. And um, who knows? We will have to have places to repair and, and stuff uh, the car if that happens. So, and then we have your daddy. Uh, is is the the name of the sticker there? Your daddy is here. <laughs> Uh, I'll 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 screen capture that and um, I mean I don't want to mess up any recording stuff here but I will ah uh, why not live a little screen capture done but yeah so your daddy that's your daddy is here that's hilarious love the stickers great little great little details here and again very distinctive we're so gonna be able to add all this kind of scars all our kind of uh, uh, character modification and this is the real deal listeners no aliasing. This is the stuff of, honestly, this is the stuff of dreams. Look at this, even here, the paneling, it just throws me, takes me right back to the 80s, you know? Uh, I love that they're combining all of this, really adding up to something so special and unique. So wonderful. I wonder if this, again, hey, you know, you spend enough time with something looking at it, could just be a, a personal music system. <laughs> Who knows? But um, I love this jacket. I have no doubt that there'll be versions of it sold around and We'll have no doubt whatsoever that art will imitate life, life will imitate art. We're going to see cyberpunk fashion come in. <laughs> I really don't have a doubt, for sure. Here we go, as uh, as we get closer to release and as it comes out. So caution, caution, NC20, same thing. Aurora just screaming out into the, well, not into the sunset, but into its hopefully Militech-less future, because that thing is... oh. And uh, Chevalier, it could, yep, Chevalier, that's the, the brand of the car there, chasing after it and uh, chasing, chasing after us. And you know what? We're going to catch up with you in, I'm saying, I'm going to say it at least a year from now. But hopefully we are all going to be celebrating around about the mid-2019, us all getting ready to play this. So incredible. And then, again, the pure generosity is unleashed. So feel the chemistry. I could zoom in as much as I want. Caliente is the plug-in now. Again, this notion of, you know, if uh, any Times uh, Times Magazine columnist wants to take one thing from this trailer and say, you know what, that's going to launch me off into my article about, you know, this advertisement, this um, encouragement that we see, even with apps and everything. Oh, trust us with your details. Come, join, join, plug yourself in. It's uh, something to, to be wary of but also we can't deny that we wouldn't have nearly as much of some of the amazing commodities we enjoy 
technology-wise technology if um, we didn't at least at some point invest enough in these companies to have gotten to where they are. So we now have, as what we call it, choice and, and the ability to, you know, there was a, another meme saying like, Facebook laughs at you when it sees you trying to adjust your privacy settings. I certainly, anytime um, one of my friends, uh, you know, adjusts their art, I, I keep my location turned off. It's like, I'm sorry, but like people know uh, this information is, is known and that put it in as many clauses as you want about like privacy and that we don't access anything any device is listening it's just it's just it's where my head goes and i think that that served me quite well without going into crazy conspiratorial levels um of, of concern with with technology but um just something to, to keep in mind don't don't um don't be fooled uh just stay woke and i think uh, if as v we stay woke we'll we'll have a nice blissful long time uh, and a pretty awesome ascent into whatever ends await us at the end of um, CP2077. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, thank you so much for joining me here. We have a couple of the same... Oh, we're wrapping things up here. Um, VN, let's see what that says. Desire, experience, SPT sale for flavor. Interesting to, to, to advertise uh, something for flavor with like a woman's... Just straight up a woman's but and not just a butt, but like actually without kind of without any underwear it's crazy the the again we're, we're seeing more and more of this um in in media nowadays the permissibility of seeing like more skin and everything just the freeness uh you know of of advertisements and and things are just getting looser literally clothing wise um swearing wise the word fuck is is is, is spreading out and becoming less and less stigmatized um we're seeing so much of what in Cyberpunk 2077 uh, is just portraying a version of what may be like its natural conclusion in, in a bit of a stylized way, but not all too far away from what we may actually see. So there you go. Cyberpunk 2077. There we are. Hashtag. And one final, final little kind of reversal there to see if we can see anything at all. Haywood. Be quick or be dead. <laughs> a very interesting um, approach right here at the bottom, listeners, um, to the police. Be quick or be dead. Great. That's that's very funny. I wonder if that's a bit of a dig at uh, at things like uh, you know slow down. And we have one is like oh, I can't even remember. It's 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 a little bit corny, but you know all the, all those um. All those funny things that, uh, or quasi trying to be memorable, kind of uh, a little bit daggy things that the police try and put into the messaging of like uh, texting ahead, you'll be dead, all that kind of thing. But needless to say, just don't be an idiot. You want to live long, don't be an idiot on the phone and, and be present when you drive. Awesome. Well, listeners, thank you so much for joining on this little jaunt that we've taken together through the trailer, just having a just taking this deliberate pace having having a look at what we can see and, and discuss again without going too crazy um always keeping it um uh again i don't want to i don't i i see a lot i see a lot of um stuff being put out there that is just hollow hours and i i, I am the most fervently against wasting anyone's time when you join me with one of these analyses it really is just about us all together diving into this stuff at, at this deliberative pace just to be able to highlight some of this stuff that again if you don't really look at it just from this pace and from these angles it can go a little bit has a high higher likelihood of going unnoticed and underappreciated so 
that's yeah welcome to this little corner which is interactive artistry uh which we hope to expand with everyone joining in as they may um who resonates with this um kind of approach to the material to the medium thank you so much all of you for joining and yeah we are uh wherever you sort of can assume so facebook instagram tumblr uh and twitter as well all interactive artistry uh, i believe the the twitter is interartistry is the new one so ladies and gentlemen and everyone thank you so much for joining once again and we'll see you on the next one bye now the idea of Prados being able to change because of his child that idea of how much of our cells our real selves we show our children and how much of what we do changes when we know we have a mirror reflecting our flaws back at us. But I think for people to really see truly that we were trying to do something different, we just had to zig when they expected us to zag. Teaching is kind of an important aspect of the game, passing on of knowledge from father to son. It's interesting because this character that we've been so familiar with, seeing him kind of start to make different decisions, seeing him struggle, he has this god side and this human side, two things that were never meant to coexist together. The son is teaching him how to be human. It's, it's bringing out that sort of closeted humanity that he stamped down. When we set out to build this game, we wanted to show gamers what the next generation of gaming was going to be like. It meant that we needed to build a new experience. The camera lenses we use are similar to the lens that we use if you were shooting a movie. Lens curvature on the screen because of the camera lens. There's chromatic aberration because there's separation of color that happens naturally through a lens. It's those imperfections that make you feel like something is alive. One thing that was extremely unique experience for me as someone who's done this with films, television, and books mostly, in fact, for some reason, the storyline as well as the philosophical underpinnings, when you're playing the game and controlling the character, or you know that the person next to you is controlling it, it sticks in your mind even deeper than a great work of literature or a cinematic a masterpiece. Well, that's the benefit of making this game, is that we knew we could leverage interactivity. We knew we could leverage mechanics as something completely unique to video games. No other kind of form medium can get you to feel that kind of connection to another character. We wanted to create some very, very beautifully rendered, very engaging emotionally, choice-based game to have the tonality and the emotionality of the films. At every stage in the design process, hone in on the core value, the core thing, the one piece of, of meaning that we really need to communicate through this work of art. Video games have the capacity to connect people and help them share their feelings, their thoughts, that shows their true creative spirit. I think everything has is an art. Everything human does has a potential to express. And they are all art. have um, a design process that does actually start with an emotion. And then we try and take all of the elements, a story, but also the visual language of the game and the audio and the interaction itself to feed that emotional journey.